get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, episode one forty-two of the What Up Though podcast. I'm kind of tipsy already. Yeah, um, I'm but not. It was one of those days. Yeah, I, I, your message was: as soon as I get there, nigga, I'm drinking. I was like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's one of those days, man. For the record, Mike is the one who's drunk. Otis isn't just yet. Yeah, in case you're one of the one of the people who can't tell us apart yet after 142 episodes, right? So you'll get there. Interesting week, busy week, as it always. Adulting is adulting, but it's just been fuck shit. Well, it's, I won't say fuck. Well, it has, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, life is life. I'm not um, going to say it, but it has, but it's not, but it is. <laughs> so, well, I want to say, so we started, If I guess if you want to end the week or start the week on Sunday, whatever. Do you end the week on Sunday or do you start the week on Sunday? I end the week on Sunday because that's the end of the weekend. It's called weekend. <laughs> so Man, the weekends. I, mean, I, do, I do the same thing. <laughs> so the weekends on Sunday. But, but I know there's like technical things that like, I don't know, certain things like like we have like reports at work that measure the week from Sunday to Saturday. And I know that like a lot of people measure yeah, sa- Sunday like, as like the start of the week. Like I work Saturday, but that's going to count for that week. It doesn't count for the yeah, next like week. Yeah, ter- so. like shit like fucking pay periods and shit like yeah. that. But to me, it's called a weekend, the end of the week. And Sunday is contained within it. Monday is when we go back to work. I mean, that's true. So, it's true to the fucking word. I mean, yeah, it's, it's be true to the fucking word. Weekend, yeah, and the weekend is Sunday. So, um, so yeah. So I guess this week has been purely bullshit, then, because I was going to add the uh, um, Game of Thrones uh, season finale, but that was the end of last week. So this week has been purely bullshit. So yeah, um, yeah. So that was dope. Um, Mike hosted. Uh, um, Game of Thrones watch party again, and that shit was pretty awesome. Um, it just Shindig. sucks that it's gonna be fucking two years before the next episode, next season starts. But I don't know how long it's gonna be, but I hope it's not that long. But like one thing I've noticed lately is that a opinion or a story can come out that's not confirmed, and people will just kind of run with it as if it's fact. And like about the show. Uh, no period in life oh just in general and like but an example of that is the show because there's been rumors that it won't come back until early 2019 late 2018 whatever there's no confirmed return date so but it just became prevailing opinion that it, it must be 2019 so now everybody goes 2019 2019 and then on top of that it's august 30th because there were just reports that were saying like it might be see i, I 2019 just, i assumed that people were have valid uh sources no no one has valid anything i feel shitty for pushing that shit then well no yeah it's but it's like but that's what happens is that stories come out say hey it might be 2019 and now everybody goes it's 2019 it's 2019 no one one from game of thrones has said it's gonna be back 2019 no there's no confirmed return date but the only thing that's confirmed they've confirmed that they they're gonna start filming their production starts on season eight uh in october so that's oh. confirmed. Yeah, so, that, so that don't mean sh- that 2019, 2020 shit. And the thing about that too is that people go 2019 to make it sound like it's like ages and ages away. 
But this is September pretty much. 2017 almost over. If it comes back in early 2019, we might be looking at, you know, some 14, 15 months, something like that. Right. Maybe a little over a year. Maybe it'll come back same time it left this year. Who knows? Very but least at the very at the least a year. I think worst case scenario, early 2019. Is it gonna? But like year and a half tops. I mean, it could have been. Either curvy, way, it's too fucking long. It could have been curvy enthusiasm. They took twenty years off. <laughs> whatever the fuck they did. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But so point I, being, there's no confirmed return date. Okay. They haven't even started production yet. So I'm glad you cleared that but up. But they are starting in October, so we'll see. Yeah. So dope as hell. Uh, I thought the episode was awesome. Um, you know, it's so we do spoilers. So if you don't want to hear Game of Thrones spoilers, skip the next five minutes. Um, I I wanted Littlefinger to die. Carcetti caught it to the neck, hmm. and that's only that's the only real expectation I had. I really didn't see Cersei dying or something happening to her. Um, and that was pretty much the only things I thought about. I thought about the possibility of Cersei dying. I said no, and then I figured Littlefinger would get it on screen. Axel. Um, <laughs> Other than that, I didn't really have no other expectations. I was curious. Well, no, I take that back. I did want to see. Not, not I didn't have no expectations of death. I did want to see the ice dragon or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I thought for sure we'd see it. Yeah. But I thought that he was going to show up at the meeting and fuck shit up well, there. See, I thought it was going to be a dragon, a dragon fight. Mm-hmm. So that was my thoughts when I'm like, I I just literally just tossed my cigar. <laughs> He literally just threw it like like three feet. Like, why? But yeah, um I, I literally had to get out my chair to grab my That's fucked up. Um yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a dragon a dragon fight or some shit. Um I didn't think he would just go just come out just, you know, fucking shooting ice walls with ice. Like that just seemed so like like shooting fire at a a, a, a fucking volcano or something like I don't know, but it, it was. You know. I didn't know if it was ice. If it were, he was just shooting fire that was so hot that it was blue. See, you know what? My wife said the same thing. She's like, "Was it blue, blue fucking fire?" And I'm like, "Whatever it was, it took the fucking uh, mountain down or whatever the fuck that yeah. was." Yeah, that's wall. all that really matters. That it yeah. took the wall down. Yeah, it did. And damage. I was, I was literally sitting there with my hands holding my face, like, "Oh my god, I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. This is insane." So I've had very few moments in that. Sh- There's a whole lot of shocking moments in the show. But few that I had real visceral reactions to. And I was watching that shit with my mouth hanging open and like my ch- hands on my cheeks, like, oh my God, this is insane. I, like, there's really an ice dragon tearing down the wall right now. So, what I, what I have come to notice about Game of Thrones fans is that they really run, and this goes back to the whole date thing about the coming back. You said date? Th- oh, oh, the, the date, date like, okay, yeah, yeah, the, the return date, yeah, yeah. They really run with conspiracy theories on damn near every fucking thing, dude. And I don't understand, like, some stuff could be plausible, but, for instance, and this may just be a plausible one, or just me not, you know, maybe being a, the, the super elitist fan. So, my wife was just watching the last episode again, because she watched on her phone when she was in Miami uh, yesterday. Well, I'm sorry, Monday. And um, she's like, she wanted to watch it on the big screen again, so she's watching it. And she read that at the end, when... You got the big pan from the sky, and they're all lined up. You see them on the ground. Is that it's supposedly supposed to be in the shape of a fucking wolf? 
the way they're standing, the, the way the pan is, you just see, the, the, you can't see anybody, but you can see the groups of people. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be some kind of shape being <laughs> as a wolf. And that somehow uh, Bran is tied to the fucking Ice Kings or whatever they're called and shit. <laughs> it was something crazy. I was just like, you can't read everything because everybody's going to have strange ass fucking you know, thoughts. I mean, you could just run wild with a thought. It doesn't, you know, you have, you have nothing to confirm or deny it. So, you know, but yeah, that was the one observation outside. Like, they really, really think out the box. And sometimes I think it's just really extra as fuck. But. They do. And then, like, they do really run with theories, too. Like, you can get a group of people who all kind of, like, subscribe to a theory. And then you can literally watch it progress from a theory into them talking about it as if it's fact. Yeah. Like, because, like, okay, so it's been, like, established that there's, like, they say that, like there's magic in the wall that keeps the White Walkers out. Mm-hmm. And when Bran got grabbed by the Night King last season and it left a mark on his arm, people were saying that if Bran, they were like, what if is like if Bran crosses the wall with that mark on his arm, that he could take down the magic in the wall and the White Walkers could knock the wall over, just come through. And that was like a, it's a perfectly plausible theory. But that shit progressed to the point of like. How is it that Bran went through the wall and the wall hasn't crumbled? Like, right. y'all took a theory that you had and all of a sudden you made it fact in your head and now you're, like, acting like it's some sort of, like, mistake on the showrunner's part that your theory isn't coming to fruition. <laughs> like, like, yeah. did you realize that that was a theory? Like, that's not – that has not been an established thing in the show. That's not canon that, like, I mean, Bran's going to tear the wall down. And then I think people who don't have, like, real actual facts about the show really make shit fucked. Like, for instance, uh, like, Bran can see the past and the present. So, right, correct? He doesn't see the future, though. Mm, he kind of does see the future, too. But he he didn't say he saw the future, though. Well, he had, so the so only... So he was talking, I, and I only say that because when he was talking to, uh, what's the little fat fucker? Uh, Sam? Sam, and he was asking, he was like, I didn't know you, but I was like, yeah, I know everything, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, I can see the past and I can see the present. Because I thought maybe he didn't see the future because he didn't say he saw the future. So you're saying he can see the future. Well, it's, there was a vision that he had last season where it was like he, or it might have been season five, where he touched a weirwood tree and there was a, 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 a real flash, like, montage. And it was like random like shots didn't they spilled over so quickly that if you wanted to see them you had to like pause it and play it in slow motion to see what each thing was okay and the vast majority of these visions were shit that happened in the past but a couple of them were shit that hadn't happened yet and it was like Uh, and i can't say hadn't happened yet but it was shit that we had not established as stuff that had happened already and it was like oh shit like but brand never says like i can see the future but it was just like it was like like a, like a weird download. It was like he touched the tree, and it was like almost like he downloaded a bunch of information. So he might not even know that he could see the future. But like he had shit that he saw that if you watch it shot by shot, because you have to slow it down because it, it flashes so fast, mm-hmm. that there's stuff in there that you can't tie back. Like like oh that's the thing from the past. Like it, there's no thing to it. And then later on that shit happened. So like there was like a shot that like one was like a uh, a vision of like. Uh, explosions of wildfire or something like that and then that ended up coming to perfu- coming to fruition in the season 6 finale so it was like he saw shit that hadn't happened yet that ended up happening in the show mm-hmm. so he can see the future but maybe he doesn't he can't pull it up at will maybe but okay. yeah there's there's 
he but, can see it, but he doesn't walk around going, "This is what's going to happen." Yeah, but yeah, I, I think it just just uh, imagination for a while. But you know, I had to, you know, I think we talked. I think we talked about last week is that you know I had to check myself as far as what to believe and what to not and st- some shit like when we were talking about the whole chains and pulling up the fucking dragon. Like it's a it's a it's, it's a fictitious story. How can that not happen? Like why do I want to bring up real shit? Real possibilities with a fictitious story or whatever. But I seen a, and I bring it up because I seen a tweet and somebody was talking about one of the dragons. And I guess they the picture they had of the dragon because the dragons have like holes in their wings or some shit. And some of them stupid saying, well, how can they fucking fly if they got all these fucking holes in their wings? I'm like, it's a fucking dragon. How does a dragon fly? It's a dragon. It's a fucking dragon. How are you, how are you questioning how a dragon fly? Like, come on, man. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you an example of what really pissed me off, and I heard this on every podcast that I listen to. Like, people were saying people were trying to build timelines on how long everything took. So like in the last episode, not the finale, but the one before that, oh, people when, were saying uh, like X uh, amount of people like saying like, okay, X amount of time should have passed from when the, the group of seven left Eastwatch and walked to this ice area in the middle of the north in the middle of nowhere and they were like how do they walk this amount of time and then Gendry can run back ask for a raven and the raven flies to Daenerys and Daenerys gets the dragons out there and try to make the timelines add up and like all that is again applies to the same thing that we were saying about how people kind of like take theories and run with it like there's so many holes you can poke in that logic that it's ridiculous for one and I think that they do this on purpose. They didn't this season. They didn't establish how long anything took. It, it was very happened. vague. Yeah. So like. So why even why even try to why even try to make a try a to story? like make yeah, make that. timelines add up because they don't provide timelines. Two. But I think that's on purpose, like hell. Yeah, like you could. They could have been walking for four hours, and then Gendry ran back in one or two. Like. We don't know how long they I were mean, walking. It, I've never seen a game run two hours later. Like, you yeah. don't do that. So, yeah, why would you Why would you even put a timestamp? And they're like, how does a raven get back to Daenerys that fast? Okay, I'm like, one, did they give you a measurement of how far Eastwatch is from Dragonstone? Like, it's X amount of miles. Like, for all we know, Westeros could be the size of goddamn New York. We have no fucking idea how big that is to scale. For one, that obviously that's not the case, but we don't know how far Eastwatch is from Dragonstone. You can calculate how fast Ravens can fly for all you want, but there's no way you can know the distance it flew. And then two, in this world, Ravens got three eyes sometimes. Like you can't apply regular Earth Ravens that we know and how fast they can fly again, to how fast a raven right. can fly in this show. Again, people are trying to regulate fiction, and right. you can't. And I haven't even got to the main part. And then people go. And then how does Daenerys fly there? And I was like, bitch, you know how fast a dragon can fly? Dragons ain't real, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like you don't know how fast a dragon can fly? It's not even real. Like, like so, like, people were, like, applying, like, like there was somebody who mentioned that they saw a post that calculated, like, how fast ravens can fly and all this shit. And I'm like, dog, what a fucking waste of time. Like, like, literally every calculation you made is based on nothing. Like nothing. You there's nothing that's established how fast Ravens can fly in this world. There's nothing that's established how far Eastwatch is from Dragonstone. There's nothing that's established how far Dragonstone is from where John was. There's nothing that's established how fast dragons can fly. Like what the fuck are you doing? There's like no, just watch there, the fucking show. There's no legend about how much 
how much area is a certain distance or no shit like that. None. And yeah, so, yeah. And I, like I say, I had to really check myself. Like, this is fiction. Why am I fucking questioning something in, in a, a fiction story? Like, like, like I say, yeah, and it's like, like I say, I, 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 I will give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to, like, time passage and distances and shit that they don't establish. I don't like logical inconsistencies. But, like... We know that, say, traveling from Winterfell to King's Landing can take a while by horseback, whatever. But we don't know how far. We don't even know where the fuck they were at in the middle of the north. They could be anywhere. We have no fucking clue how far they are from Eastwatch or from the wall. So we can't calculate Raven Pass and all this kind of shit. We can't calculate any of that stuff. So I'm like, just fucking watch the goddamn show. Like, why are you trying to calculate shit like this? Like, that doesn't make sense. Of course, it doesn't make sense, motherfucker. Dragons aren't real. Like that's how you don't know how fast a dragon can get yeah, somewhere. Bug. And like I say, I had my own moment of like, why am I doing this? But yeah, I, no, don't just don't do that. Just enjoy the fucking show how it is. And like I say, I'm with you. Logical in- inconsistencies. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you would have fucking ran, it was like they looked away in the scene and he was back, back. Okay, that's fucking retarded. Right. You know what I'm saying? What's not? What's not logical is like we talked about before. What was homeboy that came to rescue John uh, on a horse? Which time? Oh, his uncle Benjamin. Uncle Benjamin, and then he—oh, that whole scene <laughs> just irks me, dude. There was so much fucking time, dude, to get on the horse. Both of them dipped, dude. I watched it again. I watched it again like the next day, and I was like, <laughs> I was, the when when Benjamin comes up, like the scene where Benjamin comes up. He walks up to him. He takes his like little mask off his face, and John goes, "Uncle Benjamin." And then they cut to like behind Benjamin. You can't even see the whites. Like they're not even in the shot, dog. Like and people are like, and then Benjamin's like, he's like, "Come with me." He's like, "There's no time." I'm like, "Motherfucker, I can I can't even see them behind you." And then John takes off, and he turns around. They're still like thirty yards away and shit. Like, I'm like. In the time that you said there's no time, you could have just hopped on the back of that horse and left. And gone. It would have been, they weren't even in the fucking scene, dude. Yeah, so I'm like, that kind of shit I can get being irritated by. Like, okay. Yeah, for me, and that's I a, felt. That's them and, shooting and, and themselves. Think, and it wasn't like it was just one of us. It was a lot of us just sitting there like, what the fuck? So. And that's them shooting themselves in the foot. If you don't want Benjamin to go with him and you want him to die a a memorable death, just literally just have them be closer. Like, have them literally clawing at his clothes. Or something like that. You know, like it's a, like it's break a simple from under fix. the ice and grab his leg or something. Then yeah. you're like, John, go. I can't make it. Totally simple fix. I would have been like, cool. I would have never questioned it, never thought about it, whatever. Like these motherfuckers ain't even in the shot when he shows up. Like, yeah, it, it was that. I mean, and even that didn't like piss me off, really. I mean, it did, but it's like I'm not gonna like I hold mean, it against you know, the show. I mean, if you watch enough movies and TV and shit, you're like, you know, come on, man. Like that was that he totally could have went, and especially since he ain't been. When the last time he was in a scene? He was in a scene last season, but prior to that, he was in the scene since season one. So <laughs> it's been a while. It's like Bria said. It's not like you were bringing him on to to, to broadcast his death, mm-hmm. which he. And I think if he would have off screen death, it would have been like, oh okay, we ain't seen him in a while. You know, got caught up and caught the. He caught the herpes or some shit. And caught died. the herpes. Whatever the fuck. You know what I'm Zombie saying? Zombie herpes. Zerpies. He got the Zerpies. <laughs> but uh, 
Another thing that's irritated me about that, I don't want to spend too much time on Game of Thrones. I mean, I do, but not, yeah, yeah, not, can, on, not on our podcast. We can, we can but um, uh, another thing that's irritated me about this season, and again, like every, I feel like every podcast I listen to has done this for the most part. Not all of them, but most. Is that, again, they've been picking apart passages of time. Like, how does so-and-so get from this place to this place in this amount of time? When, one, they've been completely unclear with how much time has passed, particularly this season. But two, we spent the first five seasons of people complaining about how slow the pace was. Like, there were jokes consistently in the first five seasons of, oh, Arya's going here. Oh, I guess she'll get there in two seasons. Oh, so-and-so's going there. I guess they'll get there in three seasons. And it was jokes about how long it took people to get places now they just send motherfuckers places and they just get there and now people are talking about oh they got there too fast like so you wanted to see them on a boat for three episodes like like it's like people are kind of like jumping on the bandwagon of complaining and just rolling with it like and i feel like at this point they're kind of looking for shit to pick apart and i'm like you can't pick something apart that's not even there for you to to have evidence to pick apart like you just creating shit to fucking complain about so it's like, again, logical in- inconsistencies, cool. But, like, creating your own uh, fucking arbitrary-ass time periods and distances and then getting mad that the shit don't make sense, like, <laughs> that's your fault. They didn't tell you how long this is supposed to take or how far this place is. Like, that shit you just created in your head, and now you're mad that you can't figure it out. Yeah. And then it's the same shit that it's the opposite of the shit you complained about in the first five so seasons. So you're pissed off because it's too slow. Now you're pissed and trying to add fucking bullshit to why it's, it's on time or fast. Or, or too fast. Man, yeah, whatever. I, I can't deal with that shit. Like, I would probably be sick. I'm listening to a podcast talking about that shit. I'm turning it right off. Yeah. So anyways. Um, so the fight, of the, uh, the fight of the century took place over the weekend. Fight of the century. Yep. Fucking took place. It did. So... Those fucking guys. Those fucking guys. So I ordered the fight half up, so it was a pretty cool time. Um It went it went kinda as as expected. I will say that the undercard was entertaining. I don't know who the fuck they are, but mm-hmm. it was entertaining. Um it was three three undercard over um bouts. I I really wish if they really would have thought this through, they should have put one of the undercards of the MMA fight. I think that would have been dope. That would have been a good that would, twist. Yeah, that would have been a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I think that would have been a good twist to have a MM, maybe the first one or something. And then you get the ring back or whatever the fuck. That, you yeah, get that's what I was about to yeah. say like switching between the yeah. different types of the setups. Yeah, right. but I think that would have been real dope. But other than that, the undercards were pretty cool. Um, the fight kind of went expected. I I counted uh, McGregor winning at least three out of the first four. He was mm-hmm. really, I mean, he was only he was he was getting punches in. He was really enthused, energetic, but he still had that cockiness that was just so irritating. Like the whole, you know, uh, like teasing, you know, all the all the like Muhammad Ali shit, but you ain't Ali type shit. <laughs> um, but after the as the fight progressed, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round, you could see that he was getting fatigued and shit, and it was just like it it it, it was going to happen because. He's not a boxer. He doesn't go long range. MMA fights are short. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm like, if he doesn't knock out, I, 
didn't really think he had a chance, but I think if he wouldn't, if he if he had a, if he could have knocked out uh, Mayweather in first five rounds, I would have been fucking ecstatic. But if he didn't do it in that time, I figured he was gonna lose because he wasn't gonna be able to go the distance. Seven round came, eighth round came. He's getting tired as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You could just see him just lethargic. <laughs> Ninth round, that motherfucker got the business. Though. So <laughs> I, it was like it had to be like seventh to eighth round when I finally noticed his corner man. His corner man looked like bartenders from the Sugar House. Like they had on their their their, their dress shirts rolled up to their fucking you know elbows and shit and all this shit. And I seen a joke on Twitter somehow they shouldn't have started. Gi- they started giving them craft drinks in the seventh <laughs> round. That's why he fucking lost and shit. But by eighth round, ninth round, he was done. And Mayweather and them said that they were planning on him exerting all this energy in the early rounds and kind of capitalizing afterwards afterward, excuse me and it worked i mean he whooped his ass and i mean and he ain't 50 and no by mistake no <laughs> so. no and despite and i feel like the despite, best oh well, go ahead i'm gonna say the, the despite my likeness of floyd i feel like the 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 best fans of a boxing are people who can hate the fucking boxer's guts and still give him fucking props for the shit he does. And I mm-hmm. absolutely cannot stand Mayweather. But he, like you say, he's he's fucking undefeated for a reason. And he capitalized on it. He knew what the fuck he was doing. They knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, I, I can't stand him either. I think he's a piece of shit. But 50-0 and 0 is pretty inarguable. And you could try to knock him for like fighting elite dudes late in their career or past their prime or whatever the case may be. But still, you know, he's been doing this shit for like what, 20 years? Yeah. Like he's you would good think that you would think that after 20 years, he yeah. might be susceptible yeah. to losing. And yeah. <laughs> have, have people yeah. ever questioned anybody else of 20 years of experience of shit they've been doing? No, no <laughs> one questions them, especially if they're good at their fucking doing. So yeah, yeah I mean, he, he did what he did and it was, he cleaned that nigga clocked. And now I will say, I wish now the fight got stopped. I wish, I wish they would at least he would at least got knocked down once before you stopped the fight. I just felt yeah. like hit the ground once, and then that was a complaint that uh, excuse me that McConnor had as well. But I'm like, as Oop. the loser, McConnor, he had that complaint. Like, let me, let me McGregor. Yeah, he had the complaint. Like, uh. let me get knocked down before you stop the fight. Yeah, but I mean, from a loser who got stopped the fight, I guess you would say that. But yeah. I feel like yeah, I kind of agree with him. But you know. Whatever. So but, I ha- Oh, go ahead. I'll just say one last tidbit. So I kept so Mc, McGregor kept doing these weird ass punches and shit and hoes and shit. And <laughs> I just kept hearing a fucking ref like, Makana, stop. Makana, <laughs> stop. And he kept grabbing him and shit. It was hilarious. But I don't know. I thought it was a good fight. It was worth the money. Entertaining as hell. We have two topics like this that I kinda wanna speak on where there's been a dramatic it's like only polar opposite opinions. There's no in between. Mm-hmm. And this was one where it's like people were either like, "Oh wow, that was, fight was more entertaining than I expected," and then conversely, you have people like, "That was a complete fucking joke." And I'm like, <laughs> as someone who is not into boxing, but has seen his fair share of Mayweather fights, that was the most entertaining Mayweather fight I've seen in a long ass time. And as much shit as you might give Conor McGregor. He's still there. Th- that was still a fight that was worth watching. It I was entertaining. I don't see how you can even really give McConnor shit. I mean, he's but not. It's a- like people giving him shit based off the fact that like they thought it was going to be a joke going in, and despite of what, just despite what they saw, 
they wanted to feed into their own narrative of it being a joke. So like, oh, let's not pretend that was that wasn't a joke. Like, OK, I mean, well, you, you've had professional boxers who've been boxed for a while who didn't last as long as McConnor did. I mean, McGregor, excuse me. You've called McConnor consistently. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, so you've had. And so I, I thought he did fucking well. I mean. Uh, obviously, this is a, a a super win for uh, Mayweather. He had the fifty and zero. He's still undefeated. He's you know he's made a ton of, ton shit of money, and then he may just re- he may retire this time, whatever. But I feel like it was a fucking it was a fucking win for McGregor. He got the biggest pay that he's ever got, close probably like a hundred mil. He he potentially has an entry to boxing, which I feel like. There's probably no one else who's doing boxing that would get a chance to fight the top guy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he got to do that. I feel like if he needs to go, he should go back into fighting, like, in an amateur stage going up. I feel like he could probably do well. He has the stamina early. He needs to build it more. But I feel like he, he potentially has a has a, a good career option in boxing if he wants to, to do that. Um, but yeah, he'd never get that payday in MMA. That'd never happen. So, but at this point, you got a hundred mil. Do you really need it? You can really mm-hmm. go back to the shit you want to go back to. But I feel like the fight was weird from the jump. Like, how do you go and fight someone who's undefeated, been doing their thing in twenty for twenty years, in a field that you have very little experience with? I felt like that was just a joke from the beginning. <laughs> like in the beginning, I really didn't want to see the fight. I'm like, it'll be some bullshit. But as the hype build, I was like. I think I want to see this shit. You know what I'm saying? I think all the shit talking really pushed it for me. You know what I'm saying? I, and then I felt like McGregor is, is, was like, man, that dude was in shape like hell. And I felt like that helped him with that. You know what I'm saying? If he's some old flabby ass, you know, I, I was like, yeah, he, you know, but that that kept him in the in the fight. But I, I thought it was entertaining. I, I have, but um, to, to your point, I haven't heard yet from people that it was been, it was a shitty fight. But I know that's out there. But I don't know. Nope. No one. All the. I had maybe thirty people in my house or more, and everybody fucking loved the shit. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know, I think I made a post after that, just talking about just random points about it, and it's no stretch to people be like, I knew Mayweather would win, motherfucker. We all knew Mayweather would win. If he would have lost, it would have been an exception, not the fucking rule. <laughs> so it's not like you go around just you know beating your chest saying Mayweather whooped his ass. He was supposed to whoop his ass. But it was just it was it was fucking entertaining, man. I enjoyed the shit. Yeah, and like I mentioned at our, our cigar meetup, I was like, "Hey, look, I'm not a, a boxing professional, yeah, but, but yeah. I can see an avenue to this motherfucker actually having a good showing, and I feel kind of vindicated by that." No, everybody yeah. was saying the shit was going to be a wash, and it was it wasn't a wash, dog. Like it was interesting. I mean, I, M- McGregor definitely surprised me, you know, and going as long as he did, and actually, you know. Having some good boxing earlier, he got he got good good punches in early. You know he was energetic in it. You know, I mean, I, like I say, his cockiness was kind of a little off or whatever. Um, but other than that, I thought it was fucking entertaining as fuck, dude. That was and I that to me probably was the most entertaining uh, Mayweather fight I've ever seen. I yeah I I probably agree with that, but I, of course I haven't I haven't seen very many, but um. My experience is a little different than yours, so I was out of town, so I was at a hotel, and my hotel did not have pay-per-view options, and it did not have a bar for me to go watch it at, and I wasn't about to go travel around, try to find a bar, and try to find somebody to watch the baby. We had a lot of family at the hotel that, if we wanted to, we probably could have done that, but it was a bit much, so I was on my phone trying to find a, 
<laughs> illegal streaming link <laughs> to watch it. Speaking of illegal streaming, I seen an article that said they had over two million uh, illegal streams <laughs> for the fight. I don't know how you count illegal streams. I don't. I was wondering <laughs> that too. That was kind of one of my other comments I want to make. I don't know how you count that, but yeah. But I found one that was pretty decent. Then it got fucked up, maybe about the seventh round, and I had to find a different one. But um, so I didn't get get to watch it in uh ideal conditions. But I was able to tell what was going on. I and mean, um, I like I said, I thought it was fucking entertaining as hell, man. Uh, and maybe because of the company I was in and stuff, it was all cool. But I thought it was entertaining as hell. So I mean. I, I I think it was you know it was money's worth <laughs> to watch it. I thought it was pretty good. So so part of the re- so the reason I was out of town was because hey, you went to fucking Jurassic Park or some shit, didn't you? I did, and it was cr- man, it was probably one of the craziest things I've ever experienced in my life. So what was the park actually called? So it was called African Lion Safari. Okay, it was in uh, maybe like three hours deep into Canada. And I'm thinking like, okay, I don't know what this shit is. It might be cool. My wife said she went as a kid and it was dope. She thought we should do it. It 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 was supposed to be initially just like me, her, my son, my daughter, and like her mom and stepdad and half sister. Thirty y'all niggas. It ended up being twenty people. (laughs) Literally twenty people. (laughs) And uh, it turned into a whole deal. Like so, we had like a we had a hotel overnight. Went to some fancy ass Chinese buffet, which was fire, by the way. I was about to but, say I was an ex, I wasn't, but yeah. it was fire. But uh, we went there, and it was like a whole big deal. So let me tell y'all, motherfuckers, about this African lion safari. <laughs> so for one, it's like kind of like a like a zoo almost. Part of it, it's like so they have like shows kind of in the in the I guess you'd call it like the zoo portion. Where you can go see little shows and shit. We went, we saw one where it was called like Elephant Swim, and it's like, you know, they parade some elephants around, and the elephants get in the water, and they're fairly close to you. You can see them and shit, take pictures, cool, whatever. We went to like some bird, bird shows where they show like, uh, one was called like Birds of Prey, and they show off like falcons and bald eagles and shit like that, and that was cool, whatever. But the main event is the fucking safari shit, right? So with the safari shit, they say you have two options. You can either go in a shuttle, which is they call it a shuttle. I don't like the word shuttle. I feel like a shuttle should be like almost like a glorified, uh, not a full on bus, but like kind of like a small bus that's meant to ship like 20 people from one place to another. But they, they call it a shuttle, but it was like a full-on, like the size of a tour bus, like big as fuck. Oh, okay. So you can go through the park like that, or you can go in your own car, but you have to, like, sign some shit that says that, like, if your car get fucked up, they ain't responsible. Right. Right. So it's like, okay, that sounds kind of wild. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, like, if I really had a possibility to get fucked up, they wouldn't have that. So I'm like... I kind of feel like it'd be a better experience for me to like go in my car because I'm like I can go at my own pace. It's just I could be in my air conditioning with just my family and I could take my pictures from where I'm at and be cool. And like I had to kind of like convince my wife to do it. Like at first we were like on board with doing it in our own car, but like everybody else, the other fucking 16 people were like, we're gonna get on the shuttle because we don't want to fuck up our cars. And I'm like, I don't want to do that just because they said they was gonna do that. And she was talking about like getting our money's worth, and I'm like. 
by going to this other shit. And I'm like, you want to talk about getting our money's worth? I feel like we get our money's worth if we go through the shit in our car. Right. Like, we have a better experience. So, like, I talked her into it, so we go in our car and shit. <laughs> and it's like, you just driving through this, like, big-ass fucking huge fucking park area in your car. And for the most part, the animals are, like, free to fucking roam. They have, like, cars, like, staff and, like, trucks and shit that are meant to, like, watch what's going on. And they're, like... If an animal wild out, they'll probably like drive their car up and like distracted and shit. Did you feel a little weird signing that waiver? I feel like we didn't have to sign something. I feel, but I don't think I had to sign anything. But it was like signs and shit and warnings and shit like that. Okay. But um, yeah, no, I didn't sign anything. But it was like mad warnings, like if your car get fucked up, that's on you, fam. Okay. Shit like that. So we going through, man, and the very first part is like you go through and it's like. Kind of like boring animals just sit around like llamas and shit like that. And they're just sitting around and they're sitting not too far away. You can get pretty good pictures. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Man, we roll up to the lion section and shit. And most of the, like I said, most of the time, the animals are just off to the side. And I just had like really good luck with my shit. But like we're standing and like, we're sta- standing isn't like standing in the car. Like standing isn't like not moving, but not parked. And because uh, it was like. Whatever you would pull up on a spot where animals were at, people would just, like, stop moving and be taking pictures. So you're, like, car standing. Mm-hmm. And um, we were beside where the lions was at. And the car in front of us took off. Like, not took off, like, sped off, but they moved off. And I was, I'm standing there taking my pictures. And then one of the lions, like, hops down from the habitat and starts walking this shit. And I'm, like, taking video. And the motherfucking lion just, like, walk in front of the car and shit. And I'm, like... My, like, if you watch the videos, I posted all of them on Facebook. Okay, or, or my yeah, wife yeah. posted them. My wife posted them all on Facebook. If you watch the videos, you can hear my commentary. But I'm, like, like low-key freaking out. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's a lion coming right now. It's walking in front of this car. Oh, my God. Like, is it going to fuck up that minivan? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And it's like the lion is, like, right there and shit. It was, like, mad crazy. I'm, like, man, this is, this is nuts. And, like, we going through the shit. And then we go, like, to the spot where these, like, monkeys and shit at. And the monkeys are, like, people were coming out and like, they say don't feed the animals, but it was people who would, like, take out, like, food out their car and put it on their hood, and the monkeys would hop on their hood oh, and eat the no. food and shit. Fuck that, dude. Those motherfuckers, like, feeding monkeys out of their hand out the window and shit. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Man, it was so much crazy shit, dog. And, like, I was getting such fire videos, dog. Like, we pulled up alongside a car that had, like, two monkeys on top of their car and shit. And you seen the monkeys eating shit, and I'm like, oh, we should do it. We should do it. We should do it. And I was like, she was like, we got no food. I'm like, I kind of want to do it though. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. Wow. She's like, I got a chocolate bar. <laughs> and she broke a chocolate bar in half. And there was like a monkey like in front of us. And I, I stuck my arm out the window and tossed it like toward the hood. But it like slid off the hood and fell into the ground. And I was like, oh, well, I missed. And I was like, but what if it picks it up and just. And then I say that the motherfucker like hopped right up on the hood like by the windshield and shit. Are you and I was like, yeah, nigga, watch the videos, dog. Like, all the videos on Facebook. Like, the monkey was, like, walking across the hood and shit. Hopped out the window. We freaking out. Like, oh, shit, this shit is crazy. So we keep going. And the best one is a giraffe one, dog. Because, like, giraffes was, like, kind of far away and shit. They weren't doing shit. They were just all standing around, sitting around, doing nothing. And we pull up. I'm taking pictures. I'm, like, kind of far. I'm like, look at that one. It, like, it's looking at us. It's looking at us. That motherfucker got up and started walking to the car and shit. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. That motherfucker walked, like, right up to the car, dog. Like, I'm telling you, dog. These videos are fire, dog. 
fucking giraffe walk right in front of the car, looking looking at us in the window and shit, dog. Like it was crazy, man. Like we had, I think we post. I think she only posted four of the five videos that I took, but I took five videos and they all crazy. But she posted like four of them, and it's like shit like that where it's like animals, like big ass and like fucking wild ass animals, just like walking like right in front of the car and shit, and like looking looking at us and shit, and like yeah, walking I'm, by. I'm, I'm kind of uh, going through them now, and I see the fucking giraffe and shit. The giraffe, the giraffe video is my favorite one, dog. Cause that shit was so. It's two giraffe that videos. That so big. He's not even in the whole screen, dog. Dog, it's two. It's that, it, and it was that close that it was like. I that couldn't even get the whole insane. motherfucker in the screen and shit. And it was like two it's two giraffe videos. And both both the videos was like, why is this motherfucker staring at us? It's like right in front of the car. There was one where it was like right to the side. Like, man, that shit was so crazy, dog. And I was like, I kept saying, like, you almost wanted to take the fucking shuttle. Look at these fire ass videos we got. A fucking animals right up you on the car and get shit. That experience on that show. Yeah, you can't get that shit just being on the shuttle. Like you can't get that shit. Period. Like in life, where you just like got videos of like giraffes, just like close, like close to, like as far away from me as like the back of your garage. A fucking full ass giraffe just standing there looking at you. Like I might fuck you up right now, fam. <laughs> like this is like I couldn't drive off. Like it was like right in front of the car. Like that shit was nuts, man. So. That shit was fun as hell. So then I got after that we went home. We went to the fuck went home. We went to the hotel. Uh went to go to the the Chinese buffet and then I spent everybody had fell asleep by the time fucking the Mayweather fight actually started. So I'll just watch it on my phone on my raggedy ass stream and shit. But yeah, it was cool, man. It was a it was a good ass fight. Fire ass weekend. So that was fun. Yeah, that, that's pretty dope. Man. I, I would love to go to something like that. I, I can get back in Canada in like three years, so <laughs> I'll see about going there. Make it happen, dog. That do, shit was crazy, man. Do we have any um um emails? Oh yeah, I forgot about our fuck ass fans. I don't think so. Um, well, if not, that's cool. We jump right into our shit. Yeah, no, I, actually, I don't think so. We got one from Francis who was like, "What's this fucking god damn it." I can't remember yeah, his damn Francis Twitter name. 313 or something? something like that. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's him. And he sent one. Um, I can read his. It's pretty short. I actually have one from him from January that I've been saving because it's about the food podcast we haven't done yet. Oh, well, we'll just save it. Then. So I've been sitting on it for <laughs> seven months. <laughs> but uh, I haven't read that yet. But I'll read his one that he I wrote. I got an idea, too, for the food podcast. But, yeah. Mm, cool. We can talk about that. So the top the subject line says TV shows, BTG feedback, and fuck Walking Dead. So he said, "Hey guys, been a while since I emailed in. It might have been, <laughs> it might have been about the food episode <laughs> the last time I emailed. So that would have been what six months ago? Nope, it was seven. So, uh, but point being, just if you're listening right now, point being, we didn't ignore your your food podcast email. I got it saved, and I'm waiting for us to do the food podcast to to, to talk about it." Or to read it, whatever. So he said, "How um, he said, how long have we been expecting that episode? About seven months, right? Anyway, but he said, but I like hearing feedback from BTG. Looking forward to hearing more of his banter from his podcast. But when's the last time he's turned on the TV? His top list of TV shows are like from the '90s. The most recent show is The Wire, and that's been off the air for like nine years. Fair enough. While The Wire was a good show, my top five in no order would be Sons of Anarchy, Dexter, Breaking Bad." Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Game of Thrones. 
I know I mix it a comedy. My fault. And fuck The Walking Dead. My wife watches that show religiously, and every year I'm like, fuck that show, I'm done. And every year I get roped into it, and I fucking hate it. Peace, Francis. So, like... I can appreciate his uh, his, uh, his top five. And I can appreciate his mood, because I was I just had that conversation with somebody at work today. I was about to say, you're, you're, you're definitely a fuck The Walking Dead. Uh, I am, and I keep watching it. Like, fuck. And that's makes, that makes me hate it even more. Like, why am I still watching this shit? It sucks, and I can still keep watching it. I fucking hate The Walking Dead, uh... But it's like I'm roped in at this point. Like I'm just in it. I mean, so it's you, like I want to know what happens. Kind of invested, so it's yeah. Like, it's like I want to know what happens. It's like okay, I'm a I'm a nope out of the show on season eight because it sucks. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I want to know how that shit ends. I am so. But curious. is it gonna end? Who knows? I am so curious about uh, uh what was it Curvy Enthusiasm that I almost really want to go back and watch all of the old episodes. I always hear it's a funny show, but I never was. I never even considered watching it years ago. I didn't realize they were on a hi- hiatus for this long. So I would call it a hiatus. I think it was just done, and they were like, "Hey, let's bring this back." <laughs> like, uh, like I figure if the main like character, Twin Peaks, like if the main character <laughs> probably died, they would have never even considered that shit. Like Homeboy, and I, I hey, never, like Homeboy, who is Homeboy? The old guy. Oh, the actual guy from the show. Yeah, I thought you meant Homeboy from another show. Nah. I, I tell you how 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 much I didn't know about the show. There's a a gif of gif out of that guy, and I never knew that was fucking him. <laughs> you know the one where he's making faces like he's contemplating whether he's like you know. Mm-hmm. I had no fucking idea where that came from. None. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. What can I say? I guess we can go in um on some actual topics. Um, I had Mayweather and the Lion Safari as a topic. You had oh yeah. So I didn't have topics. it. I, I didn't have it as a topic, but I knew it would come up. So we can talk about the other topic that I've seen um polarizing opinions on one way or the other. It's a uh, fucking Joel Osteen's fucking situation with his church and the Houston hurricane. <laughs> so <what laughs> every time you know something fucked up, is like you be doing that deep ass uh fucking exasperated sigh. Uh. It's so exhausting, dude. So as as everyone know, Houston and a lot of Texas has been hit hard with Hurricane Harvey. Hurricane Harvey, right? Yeah. And such a weird name, Harvey. I don't for Hurricane. Yeah, I don't get why they how they do their names. Like I don't understand the 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 rhyme or reason behind it. I know they go in alphabetical order. I know I do know that part, but. I don't know why, and I think it's a rhyme. It's something. It's a rhyme or reason to why they. I thought it was a rhyme or reason how they picked it was a male name or a female name. I thought it was a rhyme or reason. I think it just alternates. Oh, maybe so then. But but I mean, like I don't understand. Like Harvey, that's just a weird name. Like say like Harrison. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Harvey just seems like a weird name. Like the next one be like Hurricane Aisha or some shit. Right. And then it goes to. Hurricane Jethro and shit. <laughs> Jethro? Right. <laughs> if they get Jethro the next one, that'd be dope. I gotta be a it gotta be a betting system where people bet what the name's gonna be. Give it like a real a real ghetto name. A, a J? Uh shit. Ain't no telling with with J. Aisha qualifies. Yeah. <laughs> um But Hurricane Jerome, nigga. Jerome. Man. Hurricane Jerome, dog. Jerome, he gonna be late. He ain't gonna get there until <laughs> Saturday. He's supposed to be there Friday and shit. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be dope. Um, I'm just waiting on Hurricane Otis, dog. Dog, I cannot fucking wait. 
<laughs> I'm getting t-shirts and every fucking thing, dog. It's coming. Man, I can't wait, man. That that, that comes in my lifetime. I'll be so thrilled, dude. <laughs> I'd never be happy about some natural disasters ever if I would with Otis. Oh, well, we've already had Hurricane Katrina, so. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, exactly. So, you know, the hurricane's hit, and so I forget at what point I remember seeing someone talking about he was, I think he had did a, uh, Osteen did a tweet talking about he was praying everyone down there so i just remember seeing somebody like why the fuck ain't opening your church <laughs> and so apparently his church was not in the area that was hit so it was perfectly able to be you know occupied it was a warehouse down the street from them a mattress place that's been holding people since they could you know get people in there and stuff like that so after all the backlash and shit he finally opened the church and then he did a, a, a did an interview talking about he didn't open the church because the city didn't tell him or ask him to open the church. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfucker, there's mosque and all kind of shit that just did that shit just because. And you want to be the... Like, I feel like it's you're not doing any damage control. Like, own up. Hey, we fucked up. But now we're good. You're still going to catch flack. But don't try to pull these bullshit-ass excuses and shit for it. Just say we fucked up. We didn't react when we should have. Now we are, we're open, we're taking people, whatever the fucking case is. But trying to make excuses like the city didn't call you and all the other shit. Like, when, had this, when did the city need to call you to help out and do shit? <laughs> you got the biggest fucking building ever in Houston. You get tax-free shit. Like, dude, you need to be doing something for the community. And that would be the ultimate thing to do. Like, what the fuck, man? And then, again, talking about the polar opposite opinions... I've been seeing mad religious folks online like y'all still shitting on Joel Osteen. He got he opened up the church. Y'all still making him out to be a bad guy. Yada yada yada. And like I don't know, man. I I don't know the situation, man. I ain't there. I don't know what kind of shit he might have been dealing with regarding safety for or whatever the infrastructure of his church. Yada yada yada. I don't know, but I just. For me, I just find it interesting, the, like the polarizing opinion, like the complete opposite opinions. Like you got people who are just like, "This motherfucker was bullshit," and you got people who are like defending him, like, "Well, he had his reasons, and now he's open. And why y'all still shitting on him? It's open now. It's open now. I don't get. It. It's like, well, if it's open now, like it's like, okay, yeah, but is it open now because it was ready, or is it open now because he got so much shit over it? Maybe he was like, oh, I guess I open it. That's not what you should do if, if that's not WWJD. <laughs> like I'm only gonna I'm only gonna forgive y'all sins after niggas tell me it's wrong for me not to. Like like man, know, man, are you are you are you forgiving my sins or not? Like are you only doing how it because you, you got pressure? How, how do you if you're in the in the in the business of, of being good servants and all of that jazz, how do you not see this as the perfect fucking opportunity to be that fucking group, to be that person, to greet to be that church? To be that organization and not jump on that first. Like, I understand for some churches it's a fucking business or whatever. This seems like the greatest, the greatest business opportunity, the greatest PR move ever is to open up your facility and be that before anybody else tells you that shit. Hell yeah. Like as from just take it as a business. Dude, like that's the dumbest shit ever. Your PR people are trash. <laughs> Everybody's trash in this whole situation. That just it didn't make sense from a from that perspective. And then just perspective of of being, you know, uh, 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 people of God or whatever they call themselves. You think, you think, in the stories of Jesus making, you know, uh, 
fish and bread and shit just pop up and shit. You think he's like, man, you know what? Let me wait till the people, you know what I'm saying, the authorities say, hey, we, we hungry. We need to get some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Fucking retarded, dude. <laughs> I could be getting all this fish for y'all, but ain't nobody asked ain't me. Ain't nobody asked me, dog. So, you know, whatever. Ain't nobody tell me to change water to wine. I ain't doing none of this shit. Holla at me when all the other fish stores run out of fish. Yeah. Then I'll get some fish for y'all. Let me know <laughs> when fish stores start to charge more. You know what I'm saying? I'll do it. No, when man. When y'all wine running low, I'll, I'll hook this water and, up and, for y'all. And not until then. <laughs> but till then, let me know. And when I update my Twitter, I'll keep you guys posted. Whatever, man. That's just garbage, dude. He's a garbage-ass dude, and... The fact that now it had to be told, you know, and then he wanted to make excuses. Like, he said something about, I'm not on social media like that, blah, blah, blah. Motherfucker, yo, your account was just tweeting. If you don't know about that shit, you are a bad business person for not knowing who's running your shit. Whatever, man. Them motherfuckers be tweeting steadfast talking about them donations, though. Hit us up with this money, yada, yada, yada. He got a fucking, his church is a fucking stadium, dog. It's a fucking arena. <laughs> like... That man's worth fifty million dollars. When, when they did that, the tweet about uh, you know praying for the people in Houston, they did another tweet talking about they're taking donations for people in Houston. Like, really, y'all gonna take the fucking donations for shit? But y'all ain't even open your facility, motherfucker. Fuck the donations. Open up your building. You got a huge ass. Do you seen the, the inside aerial views of that fucking place? It seats almost as many people as the palace. Dog. Six like sixteen thousand eight hundred something people. I think the palace is like eighteen thousand two hundred something, Man. somewhere in that range. Like, like I think it used to be a basketball arena. Oh, like this motherfucker, his motherfucking church seats is it's 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 a, it's a fucking basketball arena. It seats sixteen almost seventeen thousand people, dude. Like man, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's a big. He gets fuck bored a week for that one. But who who even entertains the idea? Like I I kind of question you if you enter, entertain the idea that these fucking mega church pastors are worth a damn. Like are you like how are you somebody who your supposed I guess mission in life is to provide people with the word of God and to do better on earth and you out here making 50 million dollars tax free <laughs> like like something about that don't add up. Why is your church fucking the size of a bat? Why is your church a basketball arena? Why that bitch got ATMs in it? Like, like what's going on? I've always thought this, and I and, and this is like for many years now. But I've always this is once once I found out that you know churches. Do you have any ginger beer I can steal off you? Um, uh, yeah, just a smidge. I've always, and I knew this for years, once I found out that churches, you know, they don't pay taxes and all that shit, I always felt like churches that don't, buildings, establishments, whatever you want to call it, that do not pay taxes need to be able to have a, a, a decent portion of that given back to the community some fucking how. If you're not paying taxes for all this fucking land... There should be a certain amount of money that you should be able to put directly back in the neighborhood. Directly. And I always felt like that. So I'm like, you, you know, I don't know. I've seen a number of like 70 some million uh, of tax free or some crazy. I don't know. Whatever the case. A portion of that, whether it's good services, whatever the fuck, should be given back to the community. That's just crazy to not pay fucking tax for that much fucking space. And you're not doing anything in the community. And for the biggest fucking. Shit, they say it's the the biggest like hurricane since like 
the late nineties or some crazy shit, dude. Like, man, you should have been out there doing shit, dog. <clears throat> that shit's so fucked up. I think and I, I, it's nothing he can really be cool. I mean, he's obviously opened this place now and whatever the case, but man, no one should have to tell you that shit, dog. And you shouldn't be. You that's know, your blaming purpose. the city. Your purpose. That's your fucking purpose. Yeah, it's not people. like people are shitting on the owner of again citing the palace, saying like, "Oh, the palace should be open to hurricane victims." It's not even like that. It's like your purpose is to help people. You are that like that is your sole purpose. Like you are a pastor and a person who profits from whatever secondary. Like your your theoretical purpose as a speaker or representative of god is to help people like so and this is like you should have to but he's like we collaborate with the city all the time and we have plenty of shelters nearby and once the shelters were full we opened up like bruh (laughs) bruh even if no one was coming to your place your shit should have been wide the fuck open like we are open whatever man i i i've always seen joe steen on twitter people you know Posting this shit and stuff like that. Never knew much about him. I just knew he had like a mega church and shit. But man, I have lost any ounce of respect I actually had for the guy as a fucking human. So and people are like, yeah, we don't know what was going on, and got to hear both sides and yada Ain't yada no yada. Both sides, man. It's one side. He was a fuck boy. And he didn't open his church. That's the side you should know. There's <laughs> no other fucking side, dog. No other fucking side. Fuck that. Yeah, it, it's. No other, it's, it's like no it's sad side, to me. Man. It's sad to me that not just the fact that you could have a guy who has become a millionaire off of this shit, and this is why fake ass religions pop up and shit. This is why you have Scientology because they sit there and look at a motherfucker like I don't say like him, like he's the bad, he's the only bad guy. But these motherfuckers, these mega churches and shit that they preach out of arenas and make millions and millions and millions of dollars, they look at that and go. Well, shit, I can do that. And motherfuckers just buy into it. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. If you just preach some shit to to people who are having a hard time and you give them hope and then you dig in their pockets, like, I feel like you're, like, the worst person. <laughs> like, like you're far worse than anybody else if you, like, take advantage of people's desire to have some kind of faith or some sort of deity that, that makes you feel like shit is going to be all right. And you go, like, man... I can get paid off that shit. Like, like, I don't know, man. Like, that shit is just so fucked up to me. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speak on it too much, just because like I'm so outside of religion that I don't know too much about mega churches and shit like that. But if your church got an ATM, you're doing it wrong. Point blank, period. If you, if you, if your church is the size of the palace, you're doing it wrong. Point blank, period. Why do you? How can you even afford that? Like you shouldn't be profiting to that degree that you have a church like that. And then you got people who go to that shit routinely and just like I've read stories about people who like damn near go broke or are living like borderline poverty because of shit like tides. Like why are you giving money to people like that who have piles and piles and piles of money so they can? tell you how you're gonna go to hell if you don't give them more money and you're just like just doing it like i mean you know it's like fortunately you know i i personally know you know people who are you know uh i guess you could say quote good christians and they're doing god's work or whatever the case and so i know that they are good ones out here so i don't you know i 
I do have that perspective of it, but I know some ones that are fucked up, dude. And that just, he just, his, his whole situation just screams, you know, shady as fuck, dude. Yeah. Scream shady. So whatever. It does. And it, I, I, I just find it interesting that the only people who are defending him were people who are like religious in the first place. So it's like, you can't step aside and be like, like you looking for reasons to justify the shit. I'm like, look, you can be a person of faith and be religious and also chastise somebody who's fucking up. Like, it's not like it's you're betraying God or your religion to say that Joe Osteen is a shitbag. Like, you can do that, and it's perfectly fine. You don't have to defend him. So it's like, it's a whole lot of, like, uh, you got to see both sides kind of narrative. And I, I, I don't see why people leap to his defense like that. I, I don't know. I'm I'm just not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of mega churches. Period, man. I think that shit is a hustle, dog. Like, it, when you are raking in that kind of profit, I feel like that's not that's not what it's about. No, so. not at all. So, um, I'll say what you got. You had a. Uh, I've met, I've mentioned a few things. I got a couple more things, but you can get get to some of the shit that you might have had. Oh, okay. So I had only like come come to things. So I got I, one. I know you got thoughts on. I don't know if it's in your list though. So we'll see. Should I ask or should I just not? No, let's just see what you got. If you don't mention it, then I then I will. All right. So um, I wanted to touch on. Well, one, um, the first thing I wanted to, uh, to touch on. Uh, pause was uh. A huge shout out to JJ Watt. So JJ Watt is a uh, player for the Houston Texans. Texans, and I think initially he wanted to raise you know money for for flood victim, excuse me, and so forth. So he has had to go to two hundred you know thousand dollars and so forth. And since then, that was like a few days ago. I think today they crossed over eight million dollars, and I'm like, dude, that's dope as fuck. And I think it's a real big testament to people who always want to say shit like you know athletes to just stick to sports and shit like that like they have a platform that's fucking awesome and huge why not use it for the fucking greater good and to me that's the perfect example of using your platform for the fucking greater good and now they've raised damn near 10 million dollars in a matter of days for people down there so that's fucking dope as fuck dude that's probably the best thing that's happened this month yeah, I mean, other than the tragedy, uh, I mean, the tragedy of a shitty, but the great thing that come out of it, they've raised a ton of fucking money. I would never would have thought that they would have raised almost ten million dollars. I wonder know, if um, one thing I don't know if you, I wonder if you've seen it in your feed. I haven't. Granted, I haven't been on social media too much uh, lately, but um, I've noticed I haven't seen too much of uh people screenshotting their donations and shit like that. I haven't either. That's just been that shit is usually kind of prevalent during these times. No, I haven't either. And so I'm glad to yeah, yeah. I'm glad to have not seen people screenshotting their donations and doing the the passive aggressive shaming of people who don't. So speaking of donations, I want you want to know your opinion. So I seen a a a post that said uh, GoFundMe has made about three hundred thousand dollars from fees from people donating for. Uh, other people shit. Other people down there for the hurricane. Do you? Oh, think, just for the hurricane. Just for the hurricane. Oh, I thought you meant like in the life of. No, 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 no. I think they probably made way more than that. Um, 
Yeah, that was gonna be my thought. Like, that's yeah. it? Nah, right, right. <laughs> I guess my question: Do you think they should donate it, or do you think that's just, hey, that's what we we do? I think it would be a good look if they donated some, but I don't think they have to. They I mean, GoFundMe for all the shit that it gets is a service that allows people to. It's the service that gets the fucking money. Yeah, so like it, it and even if you aside from hurricane victim donations. GoFundMe is a service that, yeah, some people exploit it. Like, hey, I'm trying to get this new car. I got this GoFundMe. People exploit it, but at the same time, like, it's a good resource for people who have good causes that they need to get money for. And, like, GoFundMe provides that in a very easy, effective, intuitive kind of way. Fuck yeah. So, I mean, like, I mean, you think 20 they years provide ago, a service. You think 20 years ago you had to call in to the Red Cross and get <laughs> your credit card or some shit over the phone or wherever the fuck they would do it. So, I mean, like, I'm kind of with you. If they decided to donate that or a portion of it, I mean, that's cool. But if not, I mean, whatever. You know, they are, they are the the basis of which people have been able to donate, you know, so fast and so quick and get money to where it's getting. So, you know, they provide a service and they get paid for they get it. That's paid how it should it. be. And they're and, and if, they're providing a great service. I mean, and in their, and in this situation, they provide a service that is provided a great deal of money toward toward the hurricane relief. So fair enough. Like I'm not gonna shame. I mean, them I'm at just all. you know I, I I was give props to them. I think you know it's a great idea. Whoever came up with fucking uh, GoFundMe, and you know it's it, it. Have you ever been on the, the the general page and to search different Go? It's like. I won't even give a number, but it's tons of fucking causes and stuff that people are doing. And so they're managing all these fucking causes and all this shit and able to get your money to where it needs to be. Uh, I'm not I'm not tripping if they didn't. Yeah. So that's just I don't know. That's just one of the things. Don't nitpick on bullshit. Just make sure you donate your money and yep. whatever the fuck. So, yeah, I'm not tripping on that. So that was pretty dope. But sticking on. Sticking with football. So, Aaron Rodgers came out and the announced that he was gay. Right. <laughs> he he came, came out. He came out and said that he, he felt that Kaepernick should be playing. Um, and so, when I first seen the tweet, I was just like, oh, that's kind of cool, man. You know, uh, uh, you know, a, a notable, a notable player, and so forth. You know, what I'm saying exactly, um, you know, coming out and saying that. But then he goes and says, uh, I mean, I didn't pull it up. The, the one part that I wanted to really talk about, he says, "Fuck, where did it go?" My bad, folks. Give me one second because I want to read it off. He says, Okay, I found it. Um, he says, and this is after he said a few things else. Um, uh, I'm going to stand because that's the way I feel about the flag, which a lot of people still just stands because they put that fucking flag above everything. But I'm also 100% supportive of my teammates or any fellow players who are choosing not to. I feel like that's a oxymoron. I feel like you can't stand for the flag and what it stands for and 100% be backing your players. I feel like it's one or the other. I don't feel like you could simultaneously do both. Because if you're standing for the flag, you're you're representing the shit that this country is doing bad and so forth and good or whatever the case. But you're saying you're with them. It's, like, it's either or. It can't be both, I don't think. Mm-hmm. 
um, he goes on to say, um, but I'm also not 100%. I'm sorry, but I am also 100% supportive of my teammates and fellow players who choose not to. And then he says, they have a battle for racial equality. That's what they're trying to get the conversation started around. So the fact that he even says they have a rate a battle of racial equality. The battle for racial equality isn't with just fucking black folks. Mm-hmm. It's every fucking body. It's not just one person, not just one group of people, and so forth. So I mean, it's, I'm not, I'm not giving, I'm not giving Aaron Rodgers this huge accolades for fucking being a stand-up fucking human. Like, mm-hmm. no, that's... And like I can say earlier, I feel like that's the equivalent to a participation trophy. Like, <laughs> I'm not giving you props for being fucking a decent human being. No, you should be a decent human being. Yeah, and it doesn't really count if... Like, I don't know... I feel a way about him saying they as well. I mean, the they, the like, they part really The they part is kind of like... The they... It's not they. It's us. It's our. We're all a part of this fucking mm-hmm. problem and solution. So, I mean, he just... And and I can see the situation he's coming from. By all means, Aaron Rodgers probably has the greatest white privilege ever. He's a white male. He's a millionaire, and he doesn't he doesn't have to deal with the bullshit. He doesn't have to see the shit. So he 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 may be naive in a sense, but he doesn't have to deal with that shit. So in his in his bubble world, he gets everything he wants. He's catered to. He's the best on his fucking team for fucking many years now. He he's living the life of privilege. Privilege is Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And you know, he hasn't said anything to to fought to make me think less of him up until now, but I just feel like he he's not for the cause. He may feel that the cause is good, but he's not for the cause and he feel like it's a us issue to figure it out and not him and everybody else. So, <laughs> them niggas nah. got problems. Yeah, <laughs> I feel for them. I feel for them niggas. They got let me, some problems. Now let me throw shit. these touchdowns. Yeah, get this money. Fuck get, these models. <laughs> just gotta double check these hoes. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 the they thing really, you know, and I, I I'm not getting that. I, there's nothing that can convince me more that he's he's this upstanding person. I mean, from a football perspective, he just he noticed what everybody else fucking noticed that Kaepernick should be playing on the team, but he's not for the cause of changing anything. How I don't get you can't hundred percent you either or either or I'm a fucking kid mm-hmm. man I can't wait the school start these little bastards <laughs> um you can't be either or man you can't be on the fence or off the fence it's 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 you can't be on the fence you either you either for or against and he's just a little wishy washy but I'm not giving him fucking credit man that like I say that's whole whole ass participation trophy shit. Not doing it, dog. No lie, no lie. I, I looked at his comment that he should be playing. I'm like, cool, Captain Obvious. We know he's not playing because he's being blackballed. Thanks for the, thanks for the deep uh, introspective statement. Like, yeah, cool. I'm glad you uh finally got on board after however fucking long it's been. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I'm glad you're showing you're a fucking you know civil fucking human being. I mean, that should be the standard of life, but. Whatever the case, but nah, I'm not. I'm not giving that. I'm not giving him more more props or, um, you know, anything. No, fuck that. I say Aaron Rodgers is down when he kneels too. Till then, eh, fuck it. And look at what we looking at right now. They had um, who was that team? What the the Browns that had like 
mad motherfuckers who kneeled, or was it the Bengals? Uh, I can't remember. I think it was the Browns. But like some C team in Ohio had a <laughs> had like mad black dudes who kneeled and shit like that. It's like cool, but like I don't like why ain't no white people doing it? Like if you really feel like black people are being wronged or like Colin Kaepernick is being wrong and this country is shitting on black people, are you down for the cause for the media, for quotes and articles and tweets and shit like that? Or are you down to participate? Like, and it's not like we ask you to be out here in these fucking streets, uh, hopping up on cars and burning flags and <laughs> fighting white supremacists. No. But, I mean, if you're really down for the cause, you really feel like people are being wrong, does it hurt you that much to kneel? And then it's like, you look at, um, let's say, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Somebody who could, like, really suffer from it if they kneel. I can't think of somebody offhand, but like, point being is that his money gonna be straight regardless. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario for him, he kneels and he got some fucking white ass fans who were like, "Oh fuck, Aaron Rodgers, we trying to kill these niggas," and he out here kneeling, showing solidarity with black people. But that's not gonna change his paycheck. So, sure <laughs> but a lot of is. other people's paychecks is tied to their public perception. Sure so, like, if you had like a say, like a white comedian or something like that, and then you kneel for the national anthem, and now people are like, "Oh shit, I saw." fucking, I don't know, Bill Burr fucking kneel at a fucking Marlins game and, <laughs> and like, fuck him. Now, like, oh, I can't believe he's supporting these black people. I'm not going to his show no more. So now he risks his livelihood by kneeling. But Aaron Rodgers ain't <laughs> Aaron Rodgers going to be fine if he kneels. So if he really down, just fucking kneel. Like, you had lesser players on different teams. I can't think of their names, but when this shit first came up and people were not standing for that. It was a guy on on the Broncos who lost endorsements and he wasn't a, a he obviously wasn't a fucking a, you know a superstar player because I can't even remember his fucking name but he lost like small endorsements he had for so people are really losing out here and Aaron Rodgers would not lose a thing he'll be perfectly fine he'll be perfectly fucking fine so It'd be yeah. more of a loss to Green Bay to shit on him than it would be they're not uh, shitting on anybody Aaron Rodgers he could do he could do no fucking wrong hey <laughs> Look how Ben Roethlisberger's doing. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger yeah, is, right. is shining, dog. He's doing hey, great. His step is not slowed down at all. So that man's doing phenomenal. So yeah, man. I'm um no, I'm not I'm not uh Anytime I think of Ben Roethlisberger, I think shit. of a tweet. Because it popped up in my time hop like fairly recently. It was like a tweet of somebody saying, like, I could get over what Aaron Rod oh Aaron Rodgers, what Ben Roethlisberger did. But I can't forgive Mike Vick for fucking killing those dogs. I'm like, bro, <laughs> y'all out of control, dog. Man, white people will find any white people will find any way to justify hating black people, like any any way they can. Like, I can understand. Not I, I can understand, but like I can forgive Ben Roethlisberger for what he did. But that goddamn Michael Vick and those dogs. Like it ain't about I, the dogs. It's about his fucking absolutely black not. ass cornrows. And now this nigga's up on TV talking about Colin Kaepernick should cut his hair. Nick, like, bruh, like, do you I can't even say do you remember what you went through? Cause you still go through it, dog. Like you are <laughs> dog. You still go through it, man. Like you you are still actively shit on for your dog situation. And you out here telling Colin Kaepernick he needs to cut his hair. Man, like I just don't, I don't understand, man. I feel like, and I've said this on the podcast a bazillion times, but for me as an atheist to be so, 
so much more thoughtful of other people and to like care about other yeah, people's well being. You're really not supposed to be. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's like this atheist. Like we worship Satan, basically. Like this, that's what we do. Like we just we wish death and damnation on the world. Like we're just evil. But I'm like I be looking at these so called Christians who are out here talking about uh, siding with a rapist over a fucking guy who fought dogs, and I'm out here like. Are we even like on the same moral plane? You over here thumping your Bible all week and fucking talking about how Joel Osteen should be given the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> and I'm over here like uh, talking about like literally like moral right versus wrong. Like be good to people. Don't you know <laughs> that crazy idea of like don't kill people because of the color of their skin. Like I'm like way out there like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that. And it's like, well, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm out of control thinking that. But man, it's it's crazy to see see the kind of shit that people say online, man. It's rough. Yeah, I'm just over that shit, dog. I'm so fucking over that shit. So over it, but whatever. What else you got? Um, did you see the comment from uh Tiki Barber? Mm-mm. All right, so Tiki Barber, what an obscure reference. <laughs> I like saying that. I don't know where I got it from at this point anymore. It was some comedy, then somebody mentioned some name, and they were like, so-and-so, what an obscure reference. And it was like a, <laughs> I don't know, some semi-famous person. No, nope, I'm about to look it up. Because I remember thinking it was so fu- I, I remember thinking it was really funny at the time. And now, I, now, however long later, I still say it, and now I don't even know where I got it from. So, Tiki Barber basically said, I don't commend him for sitting down and not honoring the flag. Now, what everybody have dragged him for because... Uh, <laughs> now this person did I don't commend you for cheating on your pregnant wife Then leaving her for the intern <laughs> <laughs> Wow Yeah Another one This guy Tiki Barber left his wife for an intern And brought her to the hospital While his wife was delivering So you're the most ain't shit dude In life right now other than 45 And you're telling Kaepernick What to and what not to do Come on dude mm-hmm. Come on son I, you know, it's, you know who I really feel for? It's his brother. <laughs> his brother's the twin. He got to worry about being mistaken for his asshole antics of his brother, dude. <laughs> I hate being a story. Be like, yeah, you're about taking like, nigga, I'm Rondé. Like, well, fuck you too. Nah. Yeah, I don't get why these, why are these old NFL players not, not going with this, dude? I don't get that shit. Jim Brown. Totally said the cabinet shouldn't be doing it. Dog, you was one of the biggest protesters for equal rights and black folks and stuff back in the day. <laughs> How do you say that shit? How do you open your mouth to say some shit like that when you did the same thing in mid to late 60s? Similar subject, but whatever. You know, like, man, I don't I don't get these fucking people, dude. I don't <laughs> get this shit at all. It's like I'm getting a headache just on the process of it, dude. But, yeah, that was... That was kind of a couple of things I really, really had that I was just pissed out about. So, um, did you have anything other than that, or? Um, yeah, I do, but I'm still trying to look up this obscure reference thing. I'm, just, I'm like really bugging. Like, why can't I remember? I feel like it was the guy from Family Guy. The uh, what's the newscast newscaster's name? Oh, Tom, oh, I don't know if you watch Family Guy that tough. I watch it, but like I don't. You know. Not that tough, yeah. 
what's his name? Fucking the newscaster, Tom something. And he did some story, and he's like, he mentioned the person. He's like, so and so. What an obscure reference. And I can't remember who the person was. I just remember thinking that was really funny, and now I'm like, fuck, I can't remember what the fuck it was. And now it's gonna bother me until I can figure it out. <laughs> but I feel like I can't actually sit here and like look it up either. Because I'm like, who knows how long it could take. You're absolutely right. Um. So, well, did you have anything else? Um. That was pretty much it, man. You know. Uh, um. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. Continue to spread the gospel. He really sounds like he's in church. Um. Like I say, man. I you know. Shouts out to JJ Watt, man. That's pretty dope, man. What he's doing down there. I got family down there. I've been texting my cousin every day, man, just asking how they were doing. They uh they got evacuated from their neighborhood, so they ended up going to a friend's house in higher ground. So that's been dope. I did hear that some of the water is receding, but it's still fucked up. You had a fucking cop that died in his car today. Fucking water. Something happened with the Damn. flood water. I seen something about a woman who died, who was like hanging onto a rock or some shit and had her three-year-old strapped to her and shit. So she died, but the fucking infant or toddler was still alive. Seen another uh, thing about a family in a minivan who got pushed off the fucking bridge because of the water. Man, like it's some fucked up shit going down there, man. Fucked up shit. But, you know, just... I haven't really seen much of the stories, honestly. Well, like I said, I've been kind of out of the loop, so... Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, so man, I just hope everything goes well with them. They got a, a uh, photo, you know, a lot of people that are really affected, man. They got to fucking start over and shit. So, you know, just you know, hoping shit go out go well there, man. So, other than that, man, I think I ran it my ass off, man. I didn't lose my voice, but I was thought I was, but hmm, you think so? <laughs> so you're done. Um. I'll keep conversation, but... No, I mean, no, no, you're done my, with your own topics. Yeah, I'm done with my topics. Ha, I found it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tom Tucker, that's his name, the fucking newscaster on Family Guy. Mm. He was talking about um a plane crash. He's like, both of the pilots were killed. Fortunately for the other passengers, actress Karen Black, star of such films as Nashville, and Five Easy Pieces was on board. <laughs> and then Diane Simmons, the other co-host, is like, our hats are off to Ms. Black for proving once again that given the opportunity... Actresses over 50 can land large aircrafts. <laughs> and Tom Tucker goes, Karen Black, what an obscure reference. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was super funny. And I, I, I've been saying that for I don't even know how many years since that happened. It says it's episode season season two, episode six. And Family Guy is that Family Guy's on like, I don't know, like season 13 or something, something crazy. God. <laughs> It's amazing seeing those weird references from shows coming up in like our daily time right now. Yeah, season two, episode six. This wow. article says May twenty seventh, two thousand. That can't be right. That can't be seventeen years ago. What do you think it would be then? I don't know. Maybe that article is wrong. I don't know. <laughs> that can't be right. Season two, episode six. Oh wait, if I click on it, it should show an air date. Uh, let me see. It says "Death is a bitch" is the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I have another to- I have another topic. Well, I have two more topics, but um, let me see if I can find out how long this episode was. I, I don't know. I, I I need to see this kind of shit. It aired March twenty first, two thousand. Wow. God damn! <laughs> I'm out here rubbing some shit that's seventeen years old. <laughs> and I think Family Guy. I'm like, that's not old. Like, but god damn. 
17 fucking years, dog. I guess maybe it's on like season 13 or 14, but it had like a couple years off where it got canceled and it came back. So maybe that's why, but still, shit. 17 years, though? Karen oh. Black, what an obscure reference. <laughs> anyway, um, so um, I kind of wanted to talk about, I don't know, do you really want to talk about, I don't know if you really want to talk about this, but um, we were talking before we started recording about what it's like to be black in corporate America. And I don't know, I just kind of wanted to see if you had any thoughts that you wanted to discuss about that, because we've both been dealing with that lately. And one of the things that I've noticed is that I feel like being black in corporate America, you kind of got to, there's a different set of rules and guidelines that you got to, you kind of got to operate differently. No, it's true though, man. I, I, I feel like, you know, we've had countless conversations about it, you know, to ourselves, not necessarily the group, but you know, being, you know, black in a, a mostly, you know, white workforce, it always feels like you have to do so much more to prove yourself. Uh, so much more to just be equal with a lot of other, you know, non-black, you know, uh, people in work. Hell, you think about it, even in um, Insecure, Molly, she had the same position. Wait, 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 wait. I haven't seen the last two episodes. It's not. The, it's, it's Okay. No, it's not. All right, continue. This happened early. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, like, I'm not caught up. <laughs> no, no, no. This happened early. I mean, remember she um, got the check? From the coworker, and she found out he makes more. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you know that was even, like episode one. So yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you know, even that it just shows that you know you could do the same fucking thing, and your fucking white coworker can make more than you from doing the same shit. So it's like we we can't do enough, man. We always have to do so much more to be able to compete and things of that nature. We have to do so much more. We have to watch our back more. We have to fucking like we talking earlier feel guilty about fucking taking days off just because we don't want to be look less of and things of that nature. It's a, it's, I a think, sh- it's stressful as shitty as fuck, dude. I think that's the wildest aspect of it is like, and that I think it's also the perfect example. Like the fact that I don't ever want to call off and it's not because like, I, I, I don't have a problem going to work. It's not like I yearn to call off and don't, but it's kind of like at the same time, I feel like, I can't call off because anything that I do that's not great is a knock against me. So if I call off, like there could be somebody, there could be three other people who call off and it's like, oh, well, that person took the day off. Cool. But I, if I call off, I feel like it's like people looking like, oh, here this motherfucker go taking time off, not coming to work. Yeah. 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 I feel like we have to walk on eggshells in corporate America. We have to be like absolutely perfect. We have to be, on our P's and Q's, like, be as nice and and, and not unintimidating as we could possibly be and to still ultimately be kind of like second-class citizens of the workforce. Man, the starting line is so fucked up for us. It's like you have, you know, white folks here, and then we're like 10 cars back. Like, we don't even start it the same. And then, you know, we're supposed to be equal or better than the people. You know, we work, you know, at the same position, the same thing of that nature. And we have to do so much fucking more. That's just frustrating as fuck, dude. Like, I just, you just wanted to be a, you know, in a perfect world. Uh, uh, I start at this level. He starts at the same pay level because we're the same, you know, same skill level and stuff like that. But when you want to give the next person, you know, 
more accolades and things of that nature, and I'm doing all of the fucking work. Nah, man, that's just bullshit, dude. Yeah, I, I, I look at, to not go too, too in-depth, but, like, I got kind of shit on today for two days of shit that I fucked up, and, like, man, I I can't be too mad because I did fuck up. Like, I did some shit that, um, it's not that bad like, in the sense you of, like, yeah, but it's like, I know I fucked up, I, I, I didn't, I, I could have done better. Put it, that, I think that's the best way of putting it. I could have done better. I didn't fuck up, I didn't ruin the company any kind of way, I didn't do anything that's like, oh my god, you gotta be like whatever shit on because of it but like i, I could have done better right. like I, I dropped the ball on a couple of occasions over the course of the past couple of days and i feel like i'm taking it way harder and that it's more it's looked upon worse that i when it's me than it is if it was like somebody white and like that's i i I still grapple with the idea of like trying to make everything into a race thing, but it plays into the idea of the fact that I feel like we have to be on our A game at all times. Like we can't fucking have any kind of slip ups. And even if it's like a, a, a loud slip up, like it, like calling off is not a slip up, like something that you should be allowed to do at work. But I feel like I can't do that. Like even if I want to just take a day, like I'm just like, you know what? I don't feel like going to work today. Let me just take a day off and chill. All I'm going to think about is all the shit that I might have to deal with when I get back from missing a day. The possible... uh, The way it might be looked at that I took a day off. Like, all that kind of shit. Like, it's... It's it's tough. And I'm learning it slowly, but learning it the hard way that I have to perform at a level... I have to perform at a greater level than my white cohorts to be looked at on the same plane. It's not like if I perform at a greater level, it'd be like, oh, Mike's killing it out here. He's doing great. It's like I perform at a greater level than them. I'm going to feel like I'm still on the same plane as them. So if I do anything less, even if I'm performing better, now I'm like on a lower plane. So... I don't know. I, I, I don't think I want to delve into that too much just because like I don't want to talk about my work life and no, I don't want to get I don't want to feel like I'm like out here shitting on my work life because I feel like largely my work life is fine. And I know that I'm way harder on myself than others might be. So I had a tough conversation today, but at the same time, it's like I feel like I am fairly respected. So I don't want to like just shit on myself, but. I feel like there's a lot of pressure being a black a a black person in in management in a f- area where there are few very few black people. Like it, there's a lot of pressure to <laughs> not fuck up by your race. <laughs> like, well, that's how I felt when I first started my job. You know, I was I'm the only black person in my department. And I think it's, you know, other than, and, and then like white collar wise, and it's another woman, you know, other than that, that's in a different apartment. But yeah, I was just, you know, was, I felt like the pressure is always on, you know, to, to fuck up, to live up to some wild, expe- you know, uh, regret of expectations or whatever the hell you want to call it. You know, people f- expect you to do wrong and, you know, get shit fucked up or whatever the case, man. I, I get it, dude. I, and I, like earlier, I was talking, I just, I felt myself getting too comfortable and I need to, you know, Pull that shit back. And- you can never, ever get comfortable. And I feel like that's 
Like, that's the lesson that I learned today. Like, I don't, I don't even think, I wouldn't even say that I got comfortable. I would just say that I had a moment, I had a, 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 a batch of moments within the course of the past two days where even if I can give you a justification for why I fucked these things up, it was essentially a symptom of me not even getting relaxed, but a symptom of me not constantly applying the the absolute utmost top of my game abilities. And like I feel like that's got to be unique to some degree the fact that if you even start to take your foot off the pedal of greatness that you can be chastised for it. Like I can't fucking like be anything less than great at everything. Cuz if I fuck not even fuck up, if I if I release that pedal and become just like mediocre at one thing out of 30, then I'm going to get shit on for that one mediocre thing. And like I don't want to pass blame or act like I shouldn't have like like I said I take full responsibility for the shit that I I fucked up. But at the same time, I kind of feel like the reaction that I got was not quite warranted on that level. So it's like, it's just it's just a lesson to me that I can't, I can never stop trying to be elite as fuck. And I think that, I mean, I, I, re, I feel like that's a thing that applies to, to the corporate world, period. But I also feel like for me, in a space where there are very few people of my type that the pressure's on even more oh, it is. to Absolutely. set myself apart. And like, it's, I feel like it's somewhat unfair, but I'm also kind of like, that's just how it is. And if I know that's how it is, I just got to do it if I want to, for want to prosper. So it's like, it's weird, but like, I think there's also part of me that's conflicted about it because it's like, I feel like I shouldn't have to, uh, put so much pressure on myself but and then I also don't like the fact that I'm so hard on myself because if I'm not great, I'm going to get so much shit and guilt over it. But I'm also OK with that. Like, I feel like I shouldn't be OK with it. I feel like it should be like, hey, everybody should be held to the same standard. Why do I have to do better than everybody else? That's how I should be, but I'm so accepting of the fact that I'm kind of like I have to do better than everybody else just to be on the same plane as everybody else, and I accept it. So there's like a part of me that feels guilt for that. Like I should be accepting of that. I should be I should be judged on the same plane as everybody else. Should, but it's like I, ideally, but but I'm like accepting of it. Like it's been so. It's almost like this is such a fucking stretch, but it's almost like slavery. Like I gotta feel like. Like I, I have to be like better than everybody else just to get equal treatment. And if I don't, then I'm gonna get fucking whipped. <laughs> like it, it's, it's weird, man. It's tough. And I feel like I should be more upset about it. Like I shouldn't just be like so accepting of the way things are. But I am, and it's just because it's just been ingrained. I mean, you just I mean, like slaves. It, it's just ingrained. You to not fuck it, up. It takes a lot to to change a, a system of you know being the way they are. Takes a ton. Oh, cigars fire. Which one is that? I don't know. Oh, the uh, Chromac, no, Aquitaine. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, so I don't know, man. I, I, I've always, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm, I've always worked in situation where I was always, you know, the let um the minority, and I always felt like, you know, I, I left a job because I kept applying for positions and they kept hiring other white people above me. I mean, over me or whatever, and they just never gave me the opportunity. So I said, "Fuck them, I dipped." And I feel like I never would have got that position. But in and I kept going into companies where I was the, the, you know, minority. I'm in a one now. Like I said, I'm the only black in our department, and I, it, it doesn't bother me, you know, just the, the 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 makeup of it. But I feel like it should bother us, though. Well, no, no. I, I, I take that. Let me take that back. It doesn't bother me being the only one. Like I'm. It's some the fact that I don't know how to explain it. It bothers me that there are not more blacks in in positions of like that. But it doesn't bother me where I feel endangered or anything. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel I feel comfortable in myself to be in that position. But I think I would love to, you know, been it in places where, you know, uh our people were more represent more represented, but I don't know. I think that's in, you know, for the most part, engineering, design, and stuff in general. There's not a lot of black folks, and you know, you kind of just either you kind of hope it change or some shit. So it's a it's a it's a struggle, dude. It's a huge struggle. On an unrelated note, I, I'm ashamed of my lack of knowledge of which Roma cigars I have. I should be well more versed in which ones are which. Well, by the band, I think it's an Aquatine, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it is, but I'm not. I mean, but they all have this band. Well, they all have the band, but the colors. Yeah, I would say you said by the band. I'm like, they all have this band. Right, right. But like, based on the 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 ring gauge and the length. Yeah, I couldn't tell you from the ring gauge or length. I um, length, excuse me, but I could definitely tell from the color of it which one, you know, it is. And they all fucking fire. So yeah, true. So the the last thing I want to talk about that I, I knew you have thoughts on, but I didn't mention it, is uh, <laughs> I feel like you like you were kind of like falling asleep, and I'm like this is gonna gas you up. That uh, y'all yeah, tired as fuck. That new restaurant opening in the Little Caesars Arena. Yo, <laughs> dog. So <laughs> he's awake now. No wait, <laughs> we wait. awoke the sleeping giant. <laughs> now we we're not talking about uh the pizza spot. No, the restaurant opening oh, in Little Caesars Arena. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Hoaz Kid Rock is That's getting the a one. fucking restaurant in <laughs> Little Caesars Arena. I am so over him and his doings, Doug. Like, I cannot... I'm not saying I'm not going to go to the rest... I mean, not to the to the stadium, because I'm going oh. to go. <laughs> I was saying, I'm, I'm not going to go. go. I'm not talking about the restaurant. I'm like, but you, you better not go to that motherfucker. never catch me <laughs> off. Foot in that man, I will. They're gonna have a separate water farm for your ass. Piss in the hallway before I had to go there because they had the only bathroom. Man, (laughs) I don't, I don't get it, dog. It's like you know when, when all that shit happened in uh, the Carolinas uh, with all of the alt right. uh, Oh, uh, in Charlotte, yeah, Charlottesville, Charlottesville, Charlottesville. All that shit happened in Charlottesville. You had you know people down there who was. Using the Red Wings like logo as like the logo for their shit, and you had the Red Wings come out and they were like you know, like hugely against the shit and so forth, and then you fuck around and let the one of the few uh, celebrities in Michigan that still fucking fucks with Confederate flags and all that shit, you get him to not only perform there but he gets a fucking restaurant, dude. This motherfucker is opening the arena. 
for like six oh, straight nights, dog. God. Opening I, I, the fucking arena. Now like he gets his own fucking restaurant in there. Like, man, dog. Like, I feel like I don't know if we are. I don't know if we're clever enough, but I, I, I like roll around in my head. Like, what are the names of some of the fucking dishes that would be at a Kid Rock restaurant? Dude, I think that has to be a poll for <laughs> the Jim Crow nuts. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I was gonna go with uh. Right uh, off the top of the dome, I didn't trust myself being tipsy, but I was like, I can I was, come up with one I right off the top of the dome. With, uh, I was gonna go with gentrified rice. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. <laughs> that was that was my one I was gonna go with. Um, it's gonna be a bunch of bullshit there, dog. Ah, oh, God, I can't stand that. Guy. I, I like ginger fried rice better than Jim Cronuts. <laughs> I like the Jim Cronuts. That that was good though. That was good. That was I like was that was on the top of the dome, dog. I was like, I had a thought earlier in the day, like. What kind of food would they serve at a Kid Rock restaurant? I couldn't come up with shit. And then I said it just now. I was like, Jim Cronuts. <laughs> well, you know, the ginger fried rice, I I, I had that from um from the fries. I used, I used to call them the fries at uh Hopcat uh ginger fries. <laughs> but what I didn't what I didn't what I didn't like about like uh Hopcat is that they name they have crack fries. Crack fries, yeah. Crack yeah. fries and the building is one of the craziest neighborhoods that are drug infested and all that shit down in fucking what's the neighborhood area? Um, Midtown. Midtown, but um, Cass Corridor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you name something crack fries when fucking the crack epidemic is the worst in Cass Corridor era, and then you have fucking <laughs> crack fries. So yeah, initially my thoughts were my um I got that from uh ginger fries, but I think ginger fried rice is definitely a lot better, <laughs> and I I expect. Kid Rock to have that with uh, some kind of redneck chicken or some shit added to it or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fuck him, fuck that man. I I've never stepped place. In I'll a, never go to that fucking in an place. establishment of Kid Rock. Fuck him. And let's get like I want to give you guys a little bit of a um I don't say history lesson, but like not a history lesson, but like a, a bit of my personal history with Kid Rock. Right. So uh my I don't say first kind of introduction my my introduction to kid rock isn't like this but it's largely like this was like he did um he did the the the, i guess intro theme for like the undertaker when the undertaker decided he was going to be like a rocker okay for a time period and he had his american badass song that he did for uh the undertaker's intro theme and he was really popping at that time he, I think his album was called American Badass, and his beers, his beer right now is called Badass Beer, something like that. Yeah, it is. And he's always been a person who has troubled himself as a uh, as a Detroit guy. Like I'm from Detroit, Detroit this, Detroit that, Detroit that. And I was like, you know, cool, like you know, whatever. He's making, he's making his music. He's popping off. He's in the WWF. He's repping Detroit. Cool, man. This motherfucking this Confederate flag shit, dog. Like what, what? That's what really got me was when Colin Kaepernick started his fucking uh, his anti-flag shit. Uh, Kid Rock came with his fucking Confederate flag shit, and now he's out here like fuck Colin Kaepernick and all this kind of shit. Like, do you see that? Like, he had like a fuck Colin Kaepernick thing in one of his shows. Yeah, like and the shit. end of his show or some dumb yeah. shit. Yeah, and um, 
Like it's he's taking like, he's, he's taking fucking, pictures with Trump and shit. It's mm. like he's that ignorant that he doesn't understand the whole reasoning behind Kaepernick doing all this shit. Like I don't understand people who don't get the whole reason. Like he 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 spoke of it. It's not like we had to assume he talked about the shit. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Fuck Kid Rock, dude. Fuck Kid Rock. Fuck Joe Osteen. Yeah. He uh. He's been somebody who. He largely, I don't want to say he had a pass, but like he largely got away with claiming Detroit, despite not being from Detroit. And for those who who aren't from here, it's a fairly large epidemic of people who are from areas outside of Detroit who claim Detroit, which to a degree it's fair because like if you go out of town, right, and you go to Florida and somebody goes, hey, where are you from? And you say, Romeo, Michigan. Everybody's like, what the fuck is that? If you say Detroit, it's like, oh, okay. You're not going to be like, oh, Sterling Heights, Michigan. You're going to be like, oh, Detroit. Okay, cool. And it's like, people get, I don't want to say passes, but like, that's largely been allowed. But you can't rep Detroit and say you're from Detroit and be out here on some racist shit, dog. <laughs> like, you just fucking can't do that. And he skated by for a long time with that. And as I've said for a long time, we can't be out here, like giving celebrities passes. Like, like you think that no. like, like a celebrity is like somebody who's worthy of respect for some reason, and they come out here and they say fucked up things, and it's like, hey, you realize like just because somebody's famous doesn't mean that they're like a decent person. Like no. they they can most, be a piece and, of shit. shit. And most likely they're the opposite. They're the opposite of fucking decent people. So. They're dumb, they're like racist, they're horrible, like they're just bad people, whatever. And we gotta stop putting these celebrities on pedestals and shit, man. You got guys like him out here repping Detroit and he he embodies everything that is anti Detroit. He's nothing he's not even remotely representative of Detroit. He's the complete opposite of everything that Detroit should stand for. And like to have somebody like him opening this arena and getting his own restaurant in there, it's like a slap in the face, dog. We move this arena, like, this arena's downtown. This is still technically Detroit, and we have to deal with this fuckhead being, like, our fucking, like, they want, it's like they want to make him, like, the face of the arena and shit like that. Like, man, you don't get this fucking piece of shit out of here, man. Fucking yeah. hate Kid Rock, dog. I fucking hate him, man. I just don't know how you get so much play in, in, in Detroit, dude. I mean, I get it, white folks, but I just, I don't know, man. I, I'm so, I'm so over that dude. So fucking over him. I want to work on coming up with more ideas on food that's going to be served there. Like, I feel like we killed it with the first two, and now I'm trying to think of something else. But I don't know, man. I don't know, I'm, I'm just over him. Um, I hope he doesn't run for fucking, was it Senate he was trying to run? Oh, Apparently Senate. running for. You kidding me? And if you had asked me, if somebody had said a year ago, hey, Kid Rock's going to run for Senate. I'm like, man, ain't no fucking Kid Rock going to get make no fucking Senate. Get the fuck out of here. I would have bet my check that he wasn't Right now? Run. Shit. Man, I don't know, man. After, if he actually after, runs after, for Senate, after, that motherfucker will win. After Trump got elected, you know, everything was just possible to happen. Yes, anything's possible, dog. That motherfucker, I don't even think it's anything's possible. He will fucking win, dog. Man. Yeah, I have no no doubts about that. I'd be out here protesting, dog. Like, please <laughs> do not vote for this motherfucker. Please. Please. I saw somebody uh 
posted that they saw one of their neighbors had like a Confederate flag on their truck and some shit like that. I was like, you should put like a fucking a fucking like the 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 gay rainbow, like put a fucking bumper a gay rainbow bumper sticker on a car. <laughs> like when they ain't looking, they just drive around with that gay bumper sticker and shit. <laughs> that Confederate flag motherfucker will be so mad. I almost I almost want to just buy some stickers. I do. I want to buy like gay gay rainbow stickers and put them shits on fucking random fucking uh Confederate flag cars and shit. And just like let the motherfuckers deal with it, dog. Like they're not gonna know for a while. That's so fucking funny, dude. And people love backing into spots, man. They if you a motherfucker who backs into a parking spot, you will never know that you got a fucking gay bumper sticker on the back of your car, dog. That'd be so great. Yeah, I was. I gotta get a a, a good stack of those and start putting them on them ho ass cars and shit. Yeah, but fuck Kid Rock, man. I hate that motherfucker with a passion. Yeah, I'm, I'm passion. Totally, totally not a fan of his whole ass. Yeah, totally, totally. So uh, that's all I got, man. If you got anything else, uh, no, I think I'm go good, for man. it. I've, or if not, I've, we can wrap it up. I've ran it enough. Got tired enough. Um, got all my points off. Fuck. Actually, up. before we wrap up though, I did want to mention like uh, last week after uh, we finished recording, <clears throat> I was kind of faded, but. I made like a Facebook post talking about how crazy this shit has been. Like this 141 oh, episodes yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Yeah, and like, man, I, I, I said I was kind of faded at the time, but like, I don't take nothing back. Like, man, this shit really has been crazy, honestly, dog. Like, we don't have like a crazy amount of listeners or anything like that, but it's been interesting to, like, we've made connections with people from, like, at this point, we say all over the world, like. Australia is the complete fucking... It don't get no farther than that. We actually say that. It really is. Yeah. And, like, this has been, like, a great experience. Like, we're not, like, you know, living off this where we can, like, quit our jobs and just podcast full time. But, like, but we're in a space where it's, like, it's really cool to be able to interact with all y'all. So, like, I I did want to say, like, I I appreciate, like, all of our our listeners and our fans, man, because it's dope. Like, we have, like, connected with people right that we would not know otherwise and i still i still to this day kind of like marvel at the uh the scope of our listeners to a degree like it's not great in quantity but it's great in like distance (laughs) so yeah (laughs) like it's dope to be like oh man like we like are legit cool with like People from California and shit that we've never even met before, like, like real talk, like if if fucking Baylor came to town, dog, it's like, d- bruh, like, you my nigga, dog, like you can bring your wife and your daughter, man, y'all can crash in my crib if you come to Detroit, dog. Don't get no hotel, man. You can crash in my crib, dog. Like, right. I mean, it's it, all good, man. I mean, and I think uh, the people that don't use social media, things like that, and especially Twitter, they don't get how you can like, you know, have like actual friendships with people you've never fucking met in person i've a lot of people shit nigga me and you met through social media really like i mean yeah, like really. you like i mean like, yeah, we knew mutual people but. yeah it's like it's, it's kind of like like through chris and shit like that but like but like it's kind of like the same know deal that we yeah we didn't know each other beforehand it was like you know we interacted with each other when i was living in california for that two-year period so it's like 
it's it's it still is social media is dope as hell and it has so many pluses to it yeah and people shit on people are really shitting on it real hard right now like i see a lot of posts lately of people who are like i'm gonna delete my social media because it's so negative and i'm tired of seeing people talking about all the negativity with like murders and uh all the uh, politics and all this kind of shit and i'm like one, I'm like, that's real fucking life, dog. Like, yeah. you can't delete your Facebook and all of a sudden Donald Trump's not going to be president anymore. All of a sudden, like, white motherfuckers are out like, here like, let's kill these niggas. To, like, you think you'll be able to delete your Facebook and all of a sudden police ain't going to kill black folks? Death just ain't going to happen, period. Like, no. All deleting your Facebook gonna... is like the equivalent of like putting your hands over your eyes. Like, the shit's still happening. You just ain't seeing it. This it's, it. If, if that's thing, the life you want to live, fair only, enough. The only thing that's going to happen is you're going to delete your Facebook and then you're going to make a new one because you're pissed off that you did it. Like, because you want to be involved, but you, you know, trying to be an asshole and so forth. Nah. But, like, on the plus side of social media, man, like, I think about the time, like, I've been on social media, like, it depends on how you define social media. Like, if you call it back to, like, MySpace or, like, AOL chat and shit like that. I remember all of those. If you dated back to that, we looking like, a smooth 20 years that I've been on social media to some degree, black planet, whatever the fuck. And like, I've met people in every aspect of social media that I still interact with now today. Like there's people that I've met on black planet that I still interact with to some degree right now. There's really? People, yeah. Yeah. It was like, uh, <laughs> I met a chick on black planet, or what was the Mexican equivalent? Mahente? Uh, yeah. Ma- <laughs> that, I do remember that name, dude. Because it's like I still know the person. It's like, yeah, we don't like, you know, like interact to that degree. But it's like it's still somebody who I'm still cool with. Like oh, I saw him in real life. Like, hey, what up, though? You know, same deal. Like, like it's people that I've met on all these various forms of social media that I still have real life relationships with. And I think that. You can shit on uh, all the negativity from like seeing politics or people just bitching on 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 the internet, and you can say like, "Oh, all this shit's fucked up about social media." But at the same time, like, I can't speak for them. Maybe that's all that their social media interaction is. But I've met people who I've developed real life relationships with that I met through social media. Yeah, and yeah. this podcast is an extension of that. Yeah, you always hear people about different stuff, not just social media, but just in general. Like, you know, somebody says, you know, something ain't, I don't like such and such. And the people will say shit like, well, you're not doing it right or, you know, things of that nature. I really think that if you really hate social media, you're really not doing it right. You you can't yeah. be doing it right because there are so many advantages and friendships and things of that nature from from being in, you know, social media. So if you, if, if you feel like it's just ain't shit, you really just are not doing it right. Yeah, all. I mean, and there's gonna be ain't shit portions of it. Of course, there's gonna be times where you see like, oh man, this ain't shit. But like, don't overlook the value of it. Nah. Like you can you can really build real relationships with people, dog. Like a lot of people that I interact with now is like people that I met in social media through social media in one way or another. Like if you look at um like a uh, like Tafari for instance, like Tafari helped me with photography shit and we've done photo shoots together i met him through social media dog like i met like the guy who kind of mentored me when i kind of got into photography who's like a big shot now 
better through social media. Like a lot of a lot of people that I either valued at one time or that I still interact with now that I met I met them through social media. And it's 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 valuable, dog. Like and this podcast is it like I never fail to appreciate what we've gained from this podcast. Like even though we ha- we don't have a lot of listeners and shit like that, but like I, I look at it like like if you look at like the games we don't play podcast, like those guys ain't even met in real life, dog. And I bet you know they they're like people who like the same deal. Like that is so crazy they never met. Dude. Yeah, but I bet you if, if one of them went to the other person's city, he'd be like, oh, hey man, crashing my yeah, crashing my crib, dog. Like come kick with my family, man. We cool. Like we all know each other. Like it's all good. It's all love. And the it's all love is like something that I really appreciate. Cause that's something you you can build that, and I think that we built that to a degree. Oh, absolutely. Uh, through the podcast, like the same thing with them games we don't play, guys. Man, like I wouldn't even make them niggas hold up at a hotel, dog. I, I really would. I, I'd open my I'd open my home to them, dog. Like these are respectable fucking people, dog. And I don't know I don't know what's made me think about it lately, but like the past couple weeks, I've been looking at like our interactions with the uh, with the podcast and shit like that, and I'm like. These are people that it's like, you know, we cool, man. We we trying to get podcasts, uh, or fucking the food podcast popping off, and you know, you know, hey, let's let's, hey, when I come to your spot, you are gonna show me these places. When you come to my spot, I'm gonna show you these places. Yada yada, and it's like, it's all love, and like I in a in I think what it is like right now in this country, there's so much hatred. There's so much hatred. So I, I think that's kind of what's made me be more appreciative of it is the fact that in this world right now with all this hatred, we got motherfuckers that we ain't never met in real life that we like, it's, you know, they come they come to the D and it's all love. And I, I thought about it, too, when we were at um the after hours last week or two weeks ago or whatever. Oh, and it yeah. was like that was all your people or whatever. But it was like it was all love up in that spot. And I thought that was dope because it's like if you ask like hood niggas and shit like about Detroit it's like oh Brightmore man that shit man hood and yada 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 but we were up in there and it wasn't like mother was like oh some new niggas up in here let's love fucking blast on them and shit like we were up in there and right, it was like right, exactly. it was all love dog it was like I ain't never let, like that was your people but like I ain't know them but we like chopped it up like hey what up you know I, what up I, though I let's like, kick it like you know that's how it should be man like you know you know, I you know grew up in the craziest ass hood, but you know I always hung around decent people and shit. So it's like you know you see people, you know you with people. If if I'm with good, if I'm good, the people with me good and shit. Exactly. Vice versa and so forth. So yeah, it's. I mean that's why you you know they always you know the cliche is you know uh, families isn't just blood and shit. That shit travels. That shit is real, dude. And that was that's why I thought that was super dope. Like I didn't say nothing, but like I thought that going up to that spot was dope because like I hadn't been like I used to like live up in hood spots and shit like spots like that, but I hadn't been to one in like so fucking long. And to roll up in there like in a hood spot and shit and it still be like all love, like that's the kind of shit that Detroit in particular gets a bad rep a bad rep for like yeah, you know, talking about like everybody killing everybody and all this kind of shit, but like and nothing. And people think that nothing. People think it's only thing that's good happening in Detroit is downtown. Yeah, but and it's I like hate that shit. But it's like I'm granted some fucked up shit happens, but you know I still subscribe to the theory that 
aside from like uh, random, spontaneous, wrong place, wrong time type shit, for the most part, as long as you ain't a fuck boy and you ain't you ain't rolling up in other people's spots trying to like stunt and like trying to like be a fucking badass and do all that shit, as long as you open a spot and you like you respectful and you a fucking regular ass down to earth type dude, shit you ain't gonna really cool. have no problems. Shit right? be good. I never. I never really feel like unsafe around Detroit, which is weird because it gets a it gets a bad rep. But like, I don't ever feel that way. Like, oh man, I can't go to that place because that's just gonna be manhood. Like, I don't ever feel that way because I know that if I roll in a place, I'm not gonna be like the type of motherfucker that's gonna draw bad attention. Like, I'm just gonna be up like, in there, like, that, you know, what up that, though? That and I feel like I'm gonna be comfortable. So. Mm-hmm. So it ain't too many places I go. Where I feel like I'm not gonna be comfortable because shit. I grew up in shit. exactly just my hood, but just in general. So that's why at work I I tell people like uh like the the leader that I that I report to. Uh, obviously with me being a leader, it's like the people that I report to are high up in the company, and I tell people they're like you know I'm like. Yeah, you know, I understand that you can be intimidated by this guy. Like, you know, he's a high up in the company and shit. He looks kind of mean and all that kind of shit. And they look at me like, why you don't give a fuck? I'm like, I grew up in Detroit. Like, you think I'm going to be scared of fucking random ass white boy in corporate world? Like, I don't give right. a fuck. Like, I'm like, I don't get intimidated. Like, that's what that's what I always say to people is like, I don't get intimidated. I intimidate and not on purpose. Like, I'm not <laughs> out here trying to like, be like happens and shit. Like hardcore, I don't consider myself to be that, but I consider myself to be somebody who I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just gonna be me. I'm gonna be respectful. I'm not gonna be cowardice, but I'm gonna be respectful, and I'm not gonna be intimidated by anybody. And you know, I just do me. And I always say like, if you come to Detroit and you are just a real person, like you just rope and wherever, and it's all love. You would up though. You dap. You good. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with you. It's the it's the people who roll up in there and try to like stunt and try to be hard asses and try to start shit. Those are the people who get clapped up. Like it's not really like that. So yeah. I, I I say all that to say that I appreciate the fact that despite the fact that like right now in this country we live in a a climate that is largely like hateful. Like there's a whole lot of animosity and all that shit. That I appreciate the fact that we got people who listen to this shit who. Uh, respect us, who like us, who, you know, like I said, it's all love, and like, hey, I fuck with you, you fuck with me, we cool, all that shit, I appreciate all y'all, man, like, even if we got 12 listeners, I appreciate our 12 listeners, because it's dope to have people who fuck with us that ain't never even met us before, like, how dope would it be to, like, fucking meet Garden now, like, like, randomly just pop up and like, hey, I'm coming to the United States, like, that'd be dope as fuck, you know, shit like that, you know, so, yeah, so just shout out to our listeners, man. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, for real. I mean, I I echo everything you said. You know, it's definitely mm-hmm. you know cool to be able to have <clears throat> the networks of people that we talk to and listen to us, and you know, what I'm saying it's always a mutual respect and things of that nature. So I'm definitely you know thrilled. I ain't, I've never really had a, you know, a platform other than you know the podcast where you talking to so many different people and shit. So it's and a we plus, started man. this shit like. Like what, like three years ago, man, doing this shit every week and yep. yeah, like meeting dope people and getting people calling into the podcast that we ain't never met in real life and yeah, it's it's dope, man. It's dope. I appreciate it. Me too. 
<laughs> I was taking some of my drink and it was like a weird awkward pause. Yeah, anyway, yeah, so so that's all I got, man. Um, um, I was about to do the closeout, but you do the closeout, so you close it out. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh, if you have any, uh, I just realized that we have like a, a set method. Qu- questions, comments. I feel uh, like you're like the lead, the lead host. I, just, I think I just, I just, I just started and close it, and then we just fill it in between. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. It's like the way it played out. It was like, man, you know what? I want to start a podcast. Who can I do a podcast with? Right. And you were like, hey. So random, dude. And you were like, I'll do a podcast. I'm like, all right, and let's it, do a podcast. It, 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 and yeah. now I feel like you're like the lead podcaster, kind of like, because you do like the intro and the outro. And I, I mean, just you can sit do here and complain. I'll let I mean, you. no, I, I, no, because it's like, I was comfortable. <laughs> it's like, it's just the way it is. It's like, the way it happens, right? Yeah. Right. Like, like, I, we didn't plan this shit. It's just like, it's just how I played out. It? Cool, I'll say it. Yeah, and I'm then, like, I, I wouldn't even know. Then, You're like, hey, you you do the intro now. I'll be like, like, I hit record and then you say right. what exactly. I know. Like, like, it's like, hit, this is how it is. You hit start and then we start it. And then 142 later, we just keep doing the same thing. I wonder if people are like, Otis is like the main host and Mike is like, the co-host. No, you know what? I think I don't even think that. I think they probably because I think a lot of times you talk a lot more than I do on the podcast. Definitely, so, um, that's for sure. Yeah. So, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't definitely consider myself any main thing on it. You know, um, I, I. It's like I do to a degree because, like I said, you do the intro, you do the outro, and I'm like, there's so much. It's always like the main host. <laughs> it's like so much in between. But then you, you're one of the people who who rarely listen who. Don't know us apart and shit. That's just funny as fuck. It's weird how things played out because then we got the fucking cigar group and shit, and we planned it together. But you actually created the group yourself. Like you did the actual creation of the group. We planned it together, but you actually did the creation of the group, and you're far more far more active in it than I am. So it's like I look at it like, and I see it in the group. Like people like like you and, and even Tony. Like they'd be like. Otis and Tony, yada yada. Otis and Tony, oh yada yada. I'm like, and, and bitch, it, I added Tony to the group. God damn it! <laughs> like, it was funny because we were. I was just talking to Tony because we made to, Tony add me. God damn it! We were trying to figure out because I was talking about some stuff I wanted to get, you know, wanted to get done with the group and stuff. And he was like, and I was like, I don't know exactly when it started, and so I had to go back to see like when it actually started. And the group started June third, two thousand fourteen. God damn. Was so 14 damn. was just was the when we started the podcast, wasn't it? 14. That sounds about right. Yeah, I think 14 we started we started the podcast in May, and then I think we started the cigar group in June. So I think that was like the same air, same time and shit. These black partnerships, man, support these black businesses, right. y'all. Black businesses, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna start printing out mugs and t-shirts and shit. Out here trying to get ahead of it. I don't know about you, but. I, it seems vain, but I feel like, man, we we got this cigar shit popping, dog. Cause I swear to, God, I don't know about your Facebook feed, but I be seeing mad niggas in our in my Facebook feed who smoke cigars now, and I'm kind of like, no, I don't I know if that's so. just about man, age and reaching a certain I don't point. Think that's really happenstance, man. I think that I think we really were influential in cigar smoking in our in our like core groups of shit. Yeah, I, I do too. I I, I, say, I try I mean, to take too much credit for it, the, but and shit. I, and you know, the group is like over like three hundred something members now. It's like three sixty something. So that's growing pretty good, you know. Um, and it just came from niggas just wanting a, a decent place to be able to socialize because there was so much fuck shit with like Facebook groups when it came to like beginning beginner cigar smokers and shit. 
So that was pretty much the, the reason for it is just to not have all the fuck shit of of uh the groups that we were seeing and shit. They were fucking trash as hell, dude. Yeah. So But yeah, but you know, as always, thanks for the the support and uh so forth and keep listening. And uh questions, concerns, comments at what up the podcast at Gmail and uh our Twitter page at what up the podcast and Keep it coming, and I guess we'll be back next week. Lord willing. <laughs> Lord willing. Right. Yeah, we'll be back next week. I mean, well, Lord willing. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if, if life I can't guarantee it, a white if, policeman if, right. won't shoot me. If life is just lifing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Other than that, we, we'll see y'all next week yeah, for sure. See y'all next week if I don't get killed by the police. God Peace. willing. Peace. <laughs>